Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It like, was wait, in wait, the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other yes. side? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I figured it Wes out. Wes is wearing a girl shirt. Wes. It's a me, a man, it's a Garcia. <laughs> Go cojones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Brock here with you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM. Com and watch the show. Be a part of the show today on Facebook Live and YouTube. Make sure you're following us on Facebook for all the latest news and notes going on in the Pirate Nation and beyond. Also, be a subscriber on YouTube, Pirate Radio TV. You can watch this program, The Brian Bailey Show, all of our ECU basketball pre and post game scrums with michael schwartz and starting next week we'll be out at clark leclerc stadium covering some pirate baseball just a week and a couple of days away from ecu getting the 2023 season underway so we've got all that going on on pirate radio tv on youtube we have uh, a lot of guests to get to on today's show including the voice jeff charles how about a rare wednesday a rare midweek off for the voice and the basketball team Pirates uh, not in action until this weekend when they take on Tulane on the road. They'll be back in the Boom Boom Room coming up next Wednesday against the Cincinnati Bearcats. We'll talk to Jeff Charles about Pirate Hoops and more coming up in about 20 minutes or so. At 4.30, Patrick Mason will join us uh, to talk Pirate Baseball and uh, some Pirate Hoops as well. Stephen Igo in hour number three. We've also uh, we'll go down to Nolans and talk to Corey Glore. What a game last night in the American Tulane needed a hundred to knock off Cincinnati. They needed fifty five points in the second half to get it to overtime and complete the comeback. Uh, Tulane big win last night over Cincinnati. That's next up on the docket for ECU basketball. So we'll catch up with our good friend and say hello to Corey Glore coming up on today's program as well. We got all that plus your comments on Facebook and YouTube, uh, including TJ. Who's the guy on YouTube? I believe it's Eric, who is trying to get the Boom Boom Room name going from NG's Coliseum. TJ getting the show off to a good start today, saying uh, Boom Boom Room is a perfect name for a bathroom. So. That's the kind of show we're doing on this Wednesday, it appears. Uh, TJ, thanks for tuning in. Steve Hill says, Clippo! Need that Clippo the Hippo merch out soon. I want a hat with a cool hippo on it. Some Pirate Radio Clippo the Hippo merch. That'd be be sweet. It needs to be a hippo wearing a hat. I think that's what you said. A hippo. Wait, on the what? hat? Yes. <laughs> the hat is a hippo wearing a hat. 
with my face on it. Right. That would be like, yeah, just multiple, like the Clippo the Hippo multiverse. It's a, yes. it's a hippo wearing a hat. The hat has my face on it. Yes. And on that face, I'm wearing a hat with a hippo on it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I did some ayahuasca before the show, and I'm oh, feeling man. good. Feeling good today. Um, is Aaron Rodgers? Uh, oh man, I, I got to get my phone. Uh, Chandler, can you bring me my phone? I got. Um, I guess we should uh, talk ECU news and notes before we get to nonsense. Do we got anything going on? No basketball this midweek. Uh, women tonight, Shirley, six o'clock. Six o'clock. It is bring your A game. So bring your report card, a copy of your report card, and you get in. Kids get in free. Cool. That's going. I mean, on. you can bring a report card if you're an adult, but. We could bring our uh, break. Yeah, we could bring our sheet. Card. I wonder if this would count. <laughs> Show up. To that the would be interesting. With that, and see if we could get in. This is unbelievable, but I'm going to ask you to believe it. By the way, uh, real quick on Facebook, uh, John wants a Brian Bailey sneeze and a Brian Bailey laugh, if possible, Shirley. Okay. If you could get those two things for John. <laughs> Uh, very good thank you and let me find his laugh because it's not in (laughs) we aim to please we're here for you if you have a request we will grant that thank you shirley and uh, thank you john for tuning in michael proctor says everybody say well oh boom 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 now let me say well randolph in early today good afternoon chandler clip and shirley hit those likes people boom boom on a wednesday randolph might be seeing uh might be seeing randolph tonight sports trivia aj's i've cooked up a lot of super bowl questions for this evening gonna have a lot of fun eight o'clock come on out and join us watch some hoops eat some great food and uh enjoy some fun times at aj mcmurphy's we were talking about aaron Rodgers yesterday going on the four-day darkness retreat darkness can we get the uh, four-day bender maybe can we get the charlie murphy uh true hollywood rick james story where he says darkness um so i can't believe i get emails from this guy all the time josh barton with sportsbetting.ag and it's got a lot of like kind of funny lines scenarios things like that like um for example there was one on tom brady let me see if i can find that real quick because i've got some uh some awesome aaron Rodgers odds this is crazy i guess you can really bet on this what will happen first this is for tom brady minus 200 tom brady unretires he's done it before could see that happening uh, plus 150. Tom Brady gets back together with Giselle. So now we're just betting on real life relationship stuff. Plus 650. Tom Brady gets engaged. You know, that's a pretty good value. If you think he's not coming back, and if you think he's not getting back together with Giselle, I think that's a pretty good bet. Uh, plus 1,000. Tom Brady announces he got someone pregnant. Um, what is SBF Tom Brady physical confrontation with SBF what does that mean anybody no Studio B's clueless so I don't know what that means 
I would go with uh, the Tom Brady gets engaged plus 650. Anyway, what do you got, Glenn? Big dog? Was that physical conversation with SBF? Yeah. SBF is the FTX crypto guy. <laughs> oh, Sam did he Bateman lose him a lot of money? That yeah. lost a lot of he, uh, a lot of famous people lost a lot of money with yeah he lost the FTX he lost stuff. like fifty mil like that's pretty much I think that's the low key reason why him and Giselle got divorced. Tom, uh, you lost all this money. Uh, <laughs> that's what happened. Physical altercation. You could get some big numbers. Thank you, Glenn, for that. Thank you. That's uh, that's what the big dogs here for information we don't have all right here's the aaron Rodgers uh bets you can uh place what substances will aaron Rodgers consume during the darkness retreat you can actually bet on this uh the favorite right now is mushrooms leader in the clubhouse and that is let's see plus 300 i believe um dmt second on the list 325 <laughs> you want me to go through the whole list or you want me to move Please. on okay all right ketamine and nitrous oxide plus 500 you can get those marijuana plus 600 lsd acid plus 750 ecstasy plus 900 a si- simple alcohols plus 1200 um you've got heroin cocaine steroids plus 10,000 you get a great uh great deal on that one so how i mean is aaron Rodgers gonna have to come out how are they going to grade these bets if you put them in i guess if you put them in you're a moron well yes i just found it very interesting that we're betting on things like this or we're allowed to anyway i would think that well for one you got to figure out which one of those substances will create the desired effect that would give you a level of higher consciousness yeah i guess that's why shrooms is number one with a bullet yeah. on the list so there you go so. uh john has a question for the class he says how many times will we see you in the jungle this year clip chandler and shirley shirley we'll start with you how many times that's tough because of my schedule um i would say i'm gonna keep it low just so to avoid disappointment okay um i will say three all right three from shirley chandler we go to you how many times will you be in the jungle this year uh i'm gonna be out there covering just about every single home game so i mean however many home games there is i would i'll say that i met i miss maybe three or four so you want to put it at like 22 yeah 22 times 22 chandler will be in the jungle how about 23 what that's a good number very good what about 23 i'm gonna go with and if we're if we're only going regular season my number zero if we go postseason i'll put it at one because if i'm there you're doing pa i'll be doing pa (laughs) and i will not be able to experience it in the jungle i'll be in the friendly confines of the uh press box there mm-hmm. at clark leclerc stadium craig says brian bailey's laugh sounds like a satanic tickle me elmo <laughs> what are we the grammys now doing <laughs> yeah i've never put it in that context you I know, guess. now that i now that i hear it <laughs> now yeah, that, i can hear it now that's hear it now. all i'm gonna be able to hear elmo gone wild <laughs> satanic, satanic elmo, elmo. yeah did oh, it again look, okay oh. <laughs> 
and like you know the gif of Elmo and the flames are coming down yes <laughs> that's the noise he's right, making hold on I want to bring that up can you put it on the video yeah alright he'll get that and then we'll hit the laugh yeah um <laughs> yeah so never thought about it that way Greg uh follow up question john has a follow-up question for us this is just for which i think this is sexist he's not including you shirley i'm offended i am personally offended by this he wants to know how many times myself and chandler will take our shirt off after a home run this year who's this guy john monroe um any relation to rodney how many times will you take your shirt off, Chandler? None. I, yeah, that's at not all. that's not our thing. That's not appropriate. Yeah, John, grow up. We'll, uh, we, yeah. we'll leave that to Kenny Curlins, who actually did that during the regionals last year. Hey, John, two pieces of advice for you: go to hell, get a job. <laughs> Courtesy of Tommy T. Tommy T said oh, it best. Yeah. Go to hell, get a job. By the way, Redbeard pointed this out, and uh, Chandler, you brought it up as well. Apparently, Bruce Pearl told a guy he was going to fight him last night he's going to kick his ah kick his a kick his ah wow go to hell <laughs> his effing ass oh he said two curses yeah back to back bruce pearl seemed like a calm you, you guy you know he didn't <laughs> the orange man the man of orange can we get a uh brian bailey laugh oh do you got the picture ready yeah all right let's see it uh hold on uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it works it works i don't like where this show's going this is like the grammys i don't like this worshiping satan i'm about to get on facebook and uh cancel pirate radio live for satanic elmo brian bailey <laughs> <laughs> all right fun start to the show today what'd you do last night chandler uh i did nothing i, I, I did you, nothing i actually i kind of sat around i made me a nice stiff drink and uh sat around the house <laughs> and uh i waited till 10 o'clock and i watched lebron make history last night you're like a child you did nothing you can't do nothing did you literally just sit and stare at the wall was there anything on tv man look i am addicted to tiktok so my, uh, my my roommates playing some new game that I feel you that like came out the other night or something at midnight. He's like addicted to that right now. Yeah, so and he, you're just like and I'm on scrolling. the and I'm on the couch just like playing or, or watching TikTok. I hear you. When I'm yeah. doing nothing, I'm probably like looking at Twitter or Reddit or something. Yeah, I hear so you. I, like I I'm just sitting there sipping on some Bird Dog and uh, and scrolling. What's Bird Dog? It's a type of whiskey. It's a cheap whiskey. All right. Fair it's between twenty and twenty five dollars, get you about twenty three dollars. It's pretty good. Comes in peach, apple. Okay, I get the peach. Mix it with Sprite Zero and thank me later. Why do you sound like a NASCAR driver? And you're getting paid for none of these things. Uh, I watched some former Pirates last night. Tristan Newton triple double messed around. Got a triple double. Second one of the year. Jaden Gardner eighteen against uh, NC State, who was hot. Heading into the game, but Virginia took care of the Wolfpack last night at John Paul Jones Arena, named after the bassist of Led Zeppelin. People forget that. I'm in, I'm one of those people. Yep, you forgot that. Uh, so that's what I did. It's kind of weird not to have uh, hoops, but we do have women's hoops coming up at six o'clock. 
uh they are coming off a road victory and uh hopefully we'll have a good crowd tonight and get another win and they are right there at last check we're a half game out of second place in the american nice and nobody's going to catch south florida so about the best they can do at this point would be to finish second but it is uh certainly the most success kim mcneil's had they hadn't had many wins uh over the uh, years since she's been here but you're starting to see it turn in a positive direction this year and hopefully things are bright trying to get that first round by in the american conference yeah, tournament that would be huge. huge and that'd be huge uh they're being in team they're very hard news uh but she's going to have a hard news class coming in next year she had a really good one this past year with local kid amaya joiner and i think she's got another four star right she'll yeah, come yeah. in next year another so. highly recruited uh uh, talent that just committed so yeah she's got some she's got some ballers coming in yeah uh folks if you would like to tune in to pirate radio watch the show you can do so on facebook live and youtube and you can uh check us out there and see chandler's giant head taking up most of the screen <laughs> we've got we got the camera set up in the other room and it is the chan cam <laughs> it is just right there it's forehead city right there ford city you got a pretty smooth face all that expensive face cream you bought uh, uh in nashville you got scammed on back in the day yeah i think it did its job yeah i don't like to talk about that time i was duped <laughs> i was duped they ain't gonna get my boy again nah man. they got you once nope fool you once shame on that guy yeah i don't think i've been in a mall since so. <laughs> uh let's take a break robert says yo clipper how's your day going bud well i'll tell you what pal it's going good bud. thanks for asking buddy roll <laughs> how can you not have a good day in this weather well i feel like we should go for a picnic or something 70 degrees how about a pirate radio picnic that would be nice that would be great wouldn't that be awesome spread out the blanket get a picnic basket go down to the town common Lay out the blanket. I'd love to have a pair, but they are extinct. Yeah, can't get one, can't get one of those. We'll have a pair update later in the show. Got some interesting responses to that. I'm not the only one that thinks pairs are extinct. It's my new conspiracy theory. Uh, we'll discuss that. We will talk to Patrick Mason, Corey Glor, Stephen Igo later in the show. But when we return, we'll visit with the voice Jeff Charles. That's on the way. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by country mart country mart is open every day and has two locations in bethel on highway 11 and in stokes and highway 903 country mart fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline now back to the show welcome back to the show Hemp Garden is your premium CBD retailer in eastern North Carolina. Find yourself having anxiety or in need of some extra sleep support? Well, Hemp Garden has a variety of Delta 8 and Delta 9 products that can assist with those issues. If you're unable to stop by the store, don't worry. Give them a call today at 413-6100 for a consultation, and they'll ship right to your door. Hemp Garden, located at 3040 South Evans Street in the Target Shopping Center in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. 
Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Talk a lot of ECU athletics today with Patrick Mason and Stephen Igo later in the show. We'll talk to our buddy Corey Glore. He called a great one last night. Tulane knocking off Cincinnati in overtime. The Pirates will take on Tulane this weekend. Cincinnati at home next Wednesday. So uh, the next two opponents met last night uh, in a great one. We'll talk about it with Corey Glore and preview the Green Wave and Pirates coming up uh, this weekend. He'll join us uh, later on in the show. Right now we head out to the Pirate Radio live line and visit with The Voice on this Wednesday. Jeff Charles joins us on the Pirate Radio live line. Jeff, how you doing today? Clip, I'm doing great. What a beautiful day, about 70 degrees, and it's kind of nice to catch your breath this week, in the midweek at least, but the Pirates don't have a game. ECU will be back in action. We'll talk about the game coming up on Saturday. But, you know, oftentimes midweek there's a game on Wednesday. So guys get a little bit of a chance here to catch your breath and get ready to get on the airplane on Friday afternoon and head to New Orleans for the game on Saturday. Yeah, rare midweek off for the voice and uh, for the team. And East Carolina coming off uh, one of their best performances uh, in the conference play this year at home. Uh, the other day against SMU, and uh, and man, that was a, a fun day at the at Menji's Coliseum, Jeff. You, you saw great performances offensively by Brandon Johnson, uh, R.J. Felton. Boy, it was great to see Ezra Azar get back in the mix uh, and show what he did in the non-conference. And with all that being said, uh, your player of the game afterwards uh, was Jaden Walker for what he did um, at the guard position, not turning the ball over. So just so many great performances in that game on Saturday. No doubt about it, Clip. When you win a game, there are always a lot of heroes, and that's what the Pirates said. You mentioned Jaden Walker. Well, we selected him because he played 39 minutes at the point, basically, and only had two turnovers and had eight assists, and they're throwing him in the fire there. He's really not a point guard, although he does play on the perimeter. But, of course, with Javon Small still out, the Pirates have been searching at that position to find somebody to fill in. And Jaden's been getting better each and every game, and he gave the Pirates a heck of an effort in the game on Saturday. You mentioned Ezra Osar, and he had a terrific game, 19 points, 13 rebounds. That was coming off his performance at USF, Cliff, and, Cliff, and he had uh, a total of 15 points and uh, eight rebounds in that game, as you remember. So, you know, the guys are playing well. Brandon Johnson had 27. We call R.J. Felton. Mr. Dependable, because R.J. usually is right there in double figures and usually contributes five or six rebounds and plays great defense and has such great intensity out on the floor. He's the guy that you can count on game after game. Sometimes some of the other guys struggle with their consistency, but, but R.J.'s been the consistent guy. He's been the glue guy on this ball club really all season long. So the Pirates are playing well. And, Cliff, they're going to have to play really well going down to Tulane and then playing the green wave. That was quite a shootout they got into <laughs> last night with Cincinnati, 101-94 in overtime. Tulane won that game. By the way, they were down 13 points in that contest and came back and then won it. And I was looking at their scores, especially at home. My goodness, do they score points. So when you go down there, you're probably not going to play a 65-62 to kind of game. It's probably going to be a game in which they score 80-plus, and oftentimes they score in the 90s, and they've got that kind of firepower on that ball club. Yeah, that was going to be uh, my next point, Jeff, looking at that one last night because it's the next two opponents ECU will see, Cincinnati and Tulane, and Tulane 55 points 
in the second half, 18 in overtime uh, in that five-minute span. So uh, they went at 101 to 94. Uh, Going to have to have some firepower to knock off uh, Tulane and Cincinnati. But Tulane up next, Jeff, and I remember last year when the Pirates went there, it had been a, a pretty sleepy atmosphere uh, when the Pirates would go down to Tulane and play a basketball game. That was not the case last year. Ron Hunter built excitement uh, and has has continued to do that with uh, their winning ways. Didn't have the greatest non-conference, but kind of figured once they got into league play, they were going to uh, figure it out, and they have. They're 9-3 and three in conference play right now, second behind the Houston Cougars. And uh, we'll see what kind of crowd they can draw on uh, this weekend, Jeff. It was a great crowd that the Pirates saw there last year on a – well, I'm trying to forget the game, actually. The <laughs> yeah. were down by 23 points at halftime. Yeah. And to be honest with you, they were out of the game at the first media timeout. Tulane came out, and they just knocked down threes from every position on the floor. It was one of the greatest exhibitions of shooting I've seen in a long time, and the Pirates were just out of the game, and they were making them from everywhere, and they're capable of doing that every time the Pirates play at Tulane. We talk about a small band box almost the glorified high school gym that they play in. They say it seats 4,000. I don't think it does. But uh, the depth perception is great. I think the players really enjoy playing there because, uh, you know, it's not that far behind the basket where the walls of the, the seats are. So the depth perception is terrific in that building. You feel like you can you can go down there and really shoot well. We'll see if the Pirates can do that. But, yeah, there's excitement at Tulane. Not only for basketball and clip, you know, we saw what they did in football this yeah. year. So, you know, they they feel really good about their athletics program now. Ron Hunter is a very charismatic type of coach. He's brought a lot of excitement to their program, and then their product is really good to watch. And the three guys they have who can who can just shoot you out of a game, the the two perimeter guys, Jalen Cook and Jalen Forbes, are terrific offensively. And then last night. The big guy, 6'8 inside, uh, Kevin Cross, he had 27 points and 15 rebounds. So he's become a force, too. He's a Nebraska transfer. So they've got three real weapons on that team. I noticed last night, Cliff, they only played seven players. And uh, Michael Schwartz has done the same thing here at ECU. He's really shortened the bench as well. So yeah. we get into February here, and these, these coaches are shortening the benches, and they're not playing as many guys as they did you know, a month or two ago. So that'll be something to be interesting uh, to watch coming up on, on, on Saturday as well. But this will be a tough game for ECU. You talked about where they are in the standings and in the preseason. They were actually picked second right behind Houston. And here we are now going down the home stretch, and they're in second place in the American. And, and Cliff, as you well know, they've beaten Memphis twice. So that, that says a lot for their ball club. Jeff Charles joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Looking forward to some ECU hoops this weekend. Was following college basketball last night, Jeff. Great night for a couple of former Pirates. A triple-double for Tristan Newton and UConn's win over Marquette. And then Jaden Gardner had 18 for Virginia as they knocked off NC State. And and what a year it's been in college basketball, Jeff. You've got, you got Duke and North Carolina playing two unranked teams over the weekend. It's a great game. Duke wins it at home. Duke turns around uh, two nights later, goes to Miami, gets blown out. North Carolina was getting blown out by Wake Forest, made a little late push last night, but the Demon Deacons win at home. And I don't know, home court, I don't know if it's ever mattered as much as it does today. It seems like night in, night out, no matter 
who the ranked team is uh the, the team at home is usually winning and it's just kind of a sign of what we have this year no real great teams i know purdue has had a fantastic year saw them lose on the road this weekend to indiana and just night in night out jeff you just never know what's going to happen and i think some of that is because there's no really dominant teams this season in college hoops no, I agree with that clip. I don't. I don't know either. Uh, everybody was on Purdue's bandwagon before they lost to Indiana, and they were talking about how great they were. But you know, they've kind of come back to the pack now after that loss. So it's going to be a really interesting March Madness, very interesting tournament this year. I think there are a lot of teams that are potential Final Four teams, and it depends on who gets hot. It depends on the health of your ball club, and if you can keep your key guys healthy down the stretch, whether they're playing with confidence. So it'll be very interesting. I think the American tournament, we'll be talking about that in just a few weeks, of course, down in Fort Worth, but there's going to be a clear-cut favorite in that tournament. It's going to be Houston, and they're just so impressive when you watch them play and watch how hard they play. Uh, They are a very, very good ball club, and Mark Adams, who does the games on ESPN, has become a friend over the years, and he thinks that uh, Houston's going to win the national championship. So... We'll, we'll see if they're able to do that or not, but they're certainly capable. They're certainly capable of getting to the Final Four, and when you get to the Final Four, anything can happen. But, Clip, I was looking at the uh, the series between ECU and Tulane, and, you know, the Pirates have gone down there seven times in the history of this series and won. So that's been the one place that East Carolina has been able to win on the road in this league, and of course, Tulane was down for a long time. They've just had a resurgence here lately, but they've been a second division team in the AAC really since its inception. So the Pirates have had a chance to go down there and, and win games, and hopefully they'll have a chance to go down there and win this game on Saturday. Jeff Charles joining us. Jeff, uh, real quick on Houston. I talked about it with you last Wednesday about the kind of the script right now for Kelvin Sampson's team, and that's they've been down at the half. They've been you know, tied at the half, it's been a tight game. And then the second half is just completely different. And uh, I saw over the weekend, they followed that script again at Temple. Temple up 37-33 at halftime. Houston wins the game by 16. So you can almost throw out the first half when you're talking about these Cougars because they'll get on you defensively and then they'll get hot on the offensive end. But I've noticed that that's been uh, kind of a trend here for this Cougars team of late. Yeah, it has been. And I did watch the second half of that game over the weekend. And, uh, again, Temple, as you mentioned, Clip, they were in good shape going into the second half at home. But Houston could just take you out of what you want to do because they play such great defense. And, you know, it's amazing because Battle and Dunn are really good players. But they could be defended if you've got great players on defense. And uh, Damian Dunn in particular didn't have a bad game, but he didn't have a normal really good Damian Dunn kind of game, and they could just take one or two players out of games and and throw that defense at you. They're very, very good defensively, and then offensively, they're good. I mean, this freshman, Jarris Walker, he looks like he's going to be a one-and-done kind of guy. I mean, when you look at that guy out on the floor, I mean, he looks body-wise like he's a five-year NBA veteran, and he's like, you know, an 18-year-old guy. And so they've just got players, and they recruit so well with Kelvin Sampson. He's such a great coach. Uh, they've just got it all going right now at, at Houston. And, again, uh, going into the tournament next month, I mean, that's all people are going to be talking about in Fort Worth is, you know, Houston this and Houston that. I just don't know if 
anybody anybody can can beat them on a neutral floor in the AAC, and if it would happen, it would be a major upset. Jeff Charles joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, talking hoops. Jeff, Super Bowl 57 uh, coming up this Sunday right here on Pirate Radio. So some football mixed in with all the college basketball Chiefs and Eagles. Jeff, you got the two number one seeds. You've got the Andy Reid Bowl, the Kelsey Bowl. Uh, first time two uh, black starting quarterbacks will start in the Super Bowl. So uh, a ton of storylines with this one. Uh, the line is pretty tight. Uh, Eagles by one and a half, two points uh, total in the 50s. So everything on paper says this is going to be a great one, Jeff. How do you think it's going to play out on Sunday? Good question, Cliff. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl, too. I think they're two evenly matched teams, and I think it's going to be a game that will go into the fourth quarter, certainly be up in the air. I like Mahomes because I just think he's such a great player, so I'll, I'll uh, favor Kansas City slightly, although if the Eagles win, I won't be – surprise but you know so many times in Super Bowls over the years we've been disappointed we've had matchups like this and you know the odds are very very close and it looks like it's going to be an even game and then it's a blowout kind of game but I really feel like in this one coming up on Sunday I think it's got a chance to live up to the hype and I think it's got a chance to be a really close game and I don't really have a dog in the fight just going to sit back and watch there you go uh Jeff Charles what's uh what's on your Super Bowl spread Jeff what's uh what are you going to be munching on during the game Sunday? Uh, probably whatever Mrs. Charles comes up with and <laughs> what she comes up with uh, game, game, or day-to-day. There you go. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, Jeff, uh, LeBron James, the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. LeBron, kind of a lightning rod. Uh, you've got the, the Jordan fans out there that will never give LeBron credit for uh, for being at the top of the uh, upper echelon of the NBA. You've also got a younger generation that – uh, says LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. So no matter, every time you bring his name up, there's always some controversy, some talk. But uh, what do you think about LeBron setting that record last night? Well, I thought it was absolutely terrific. I mean, I'm a LeBron fan. I always have been. I think LeBron is – I think he's the greatest player to ever play in the NBA or to ever to play basketball. And I know you'll get an argument with that from the Jordan fans or the Kareem fans. What was it, just a a week or two ago, Pat Riley said that Kareem is the greatest player ever to play. So those are what makes the sports interesting when you have the conversation and the debates back-to-back. But if I were going to start a team from scratch uh, and these guys were all in their prime, I think I would take LeBron. And, you know, he's an Ohio guy, and I'm an Ohio guy, so I've I've always pulled for him. And I think LeBron is a good person, too. When you're in the spotlight, spotlight to clip as much as he's been in you know every word you say is picked apart and people have opinions on it left and right but you know you never hear lebron like in a a fight you know somewhere in a yeah. car you're having problems with women or doing so many things that you hear with a lot of other athletes i think he's pretty much of a straight shooter i think he's a guy that's done a lot in the community back in akron remember when he started the school for the uh, underprivileged kids in that city, he's done a lot of good, and I think he's a good, good person. So I was really happy to see that happen. We all knew it was going to happen. If you look back over the last few years, you could see the trajectory that he was on, and if he stayed healthy, he was going to be able to uh, get to Kareem's records and surpass them. And that's what we say uh, we said last night and saw last night. So you know, I'm I'm happy for him. I think he's a good guy. He's 38 years old. And, 
I would think, you know, one of the reasons he keeps playing now, I mean, what more can he do? He's got the rings. He's got the all-time scoring championship in his back pocket. So uh, I would think the motivation factor for him now might be he wants to play with his son, Bronny, who uh, is from what people are saying, he's getting better and better. And uh, he may be in the NBA in a year or two, and that might be what's keeping LeBron going. Wouldn't that be something if – in a couple of years, you see LeBron and Bronny both playing for the Lakers. Yeah, so, uh, kind of reminds me of Griffey and uh, Griffey Jr. going back to back, and uh, some other stories you've seen like that. That would be rarefied air. And Jeff, uh, it, you mentioned it, and I always say this about LeBron. I mean, to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated when you're in high school with the title King James, and I mean, how many guys over the years have not? lived up to the hype not handled it well so you're right for him to to be out of the uh police blotter the uh the mug shots and and to be able to live his life the way he has being in i mean the brightest spotlight of all in the sports world uh is pretty incredible because uh we've seen a lot of stories go the opposite way of that over over the years well no doubt about that and then he's been criticized too because of a lot of his high school friends that he has had for years and years are part of his inner circle and are guys who represent him and make deals for him. And I think a lot of people scoffed at that, like he was just taking care of his homeboys. But, you know, those guys have been very successful. And they've done a really good job of marketing him, and they've kept him on the straight and narrow. And, again, I don't think they were really respected very much when they started with LeBron in those roles. But they've done a nice job, and so give those guys credit, too. And then, of course, uh, you know his mother's kind of been in and out of some issues down through the years, but you know where her heart is. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good family. It's a good people around him. And, uh, my goodness, when, when you've made that kind of money that he's made, Clip, just think of the, the tremendous things and the great things you can do for society and the things you can do in America and for kids and, so many great causes when you have that kind of wealth. And you know, I think LeBron will do that because I think he's a really good person. Jeff Charles joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. will be on the call when East Carolina takes on Tulane uh, coming up this weekend. Jeff will reconvene next week at uh, be talking a little Pirate Baseball as we get ready for the season. Really enjoyed the Players' Lounge presented by Delcor so far this year. Jeff, uh, one of the great parts about our job. I love uh, post-game when you're able to talk to the East Carolina uh, basketball players, enjoy those interviews, and really got to uh, enjoy the baseball guys we've been able to talk to this year. Uh, they really bring in some some great guys here to, uh, to Greenville, North Carolina. It's great to see. Yeah, no doubt about that. And as you well know, Clip, a lot of great guys on that football team, a lot of great guys that we've got a chance to get to know this year on the basketball team. So there are some quality young men in this ECU program right now and at all these sports. And it is fun for guys like you and me to get to know them and have the opportunity to to visit with them and and interview them on radio and TV. It's a great opportunity. So, yeah, that's what makes our – job is fun as we talk about baseball it's 70 degrees today clip so that means it's going to be about 34 for opening day for the pirates next weekend that's uh what the script says jeff you're exactly right voice uh <laughs> appreciate you joining us have a great trip down uh, to the big easy and uh, we'll talk to you again next week all right clip thanks so much have a good weekend
Thank you, Jeff. Jeff Charles joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line, Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a time out, come back. Have more for you here in hour number one. Coming up, hour two, Corey Glore down in NOLA and Patrick Mason right here in the Pirate Radio studios. We'll wrap up hour number one when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining, especially on a night like this. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's the... Saw a tweet from uh, Nick Jones, coach at Myers Park. Assistant basketball coach, uh, former ECU grad assistant. Says... um, the Pirates will be in to look at one of their players, six foot eight forward, class of twenty three, Elijah Strong. Uh, there will be another team also checking out Elijah Jones in person coming up. Uh, let's see, that would have been that would be tonight, tonight's game, and that team is Saint Bonaventure. House divided, Pirates and Bonnies going after the same player. Your ex, <laughs> my ex, versus my longtime love. Speaking of uh, longtime loves and exes, I heard Isaiah Winstead on the liner there. I miss talking to Isaiah Winstead. Me too. And I had a I had a thought, Chandler. Do, do you think he misses us? You have his number. Text him and find out. Say I miss you. All right. I'll, Let's catch up with him. During, I mean, what is he up to right now? During the break, I'm going to text him and say, do you miss us? <laughs> Does, you know, when you look out the window at night and see the stars... Is he looking at those same stars? You know, thinking the about moon. us. Yeah. That's what we should have told him on, the mean, la- on his last out- day here as like a pirate radio athlete. We should have said, at night, just look at the moon and just know that we're looking at it too. Yeah. Just know that and somewhere know that, out there, and just know the that you're with light. us. And uh, to all the pirate radio family out there tuned in right now, tonight. We'll, what's a good designated time like 8 eight forty seven. tonight at eight forty seven. i want everybody to just take a look at the moon and know that we're also looking at that moon and we're sharing that moment together and we are together in spirit yeah even though we're apart we're together we're all together and if you will please take a picture and post it so it's so we know it's real and then like and subscribe and send it, put $50 in the Pirate Radio offering plate. Uh, William has an interesting question for Corey Glore. I don't get why it's appropriate. Am I missing a reference here? But he says, ask Corey who he, he would rather wrestle, Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair? I'd probably say Ric Flair. Woo! Ric Flair. Woo! Ric Flair. Woo! 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 That's the that's that first time I've heard it. That that, that woo was good. Hit it again, Shirley. Rick Flair. Oh. Woo! 
<laughs> that was a great moment. When we, uh, the only other moment that could really top that one, as far as Jeff goes, is that time that he we interviewed him. Oh, and the phone uh, kept Yeah. Beeping. As a matter of fact, I think I, yeah, I still have that. Uh, we'd got to take a break in three to four minutes, so if you could find that in the next oh, one. that won't be a problem. All right. Yeah, I'd love to hear that again. Um, <laughs> I don't know who first told me that they were at uh, the ECU i got it right here ecu press conferences and while everybody was doing interviews jeff charles was <laughs> doing an interview with brian I think it was yeah but he was and then i listened to it and man we cracked up that day um, so this is jeff charles on the pregame show i think using somebody else's phone and he kept hitting He's the button size si seymour's phone yeah yeah all right, all right here it is Rick Flair. Oh, oh no, nope, that's not it. <laughs> and no, it wasn't size phone. It was uh, Marty's phone. Marty Fear. <laughs> Excuse me. Here we go. Then they got a chance to stay in the game. And you know what? What a team is down this thing. Clip to to stay focused and to stay confident. So that's that helped them in this game. good. There has to be a lot of doubts in the players' minds. Sounds like he's cussing me out. First two weeks. So if some positive things. But in the first and also, you know, getting into the second quarter and you're in the game playing a lot better, I think that'll help the confidence of these guys. All right. I believe uh, Jeff Charles is using a different phone, which is why you hear um, it sounds like you keep hitting buttons, Jeff. I know you're not doing it on purpose. I lost it. This moment in unnecessary censorship. It was like I was oh talking to uh, R2-D2 over there. Well, so oh the my first God, couple dude. of times we were just like, okay, you know. It'll he, stop. Eventually. It'll stop, but it kept going. <laughs> Even and, after he was done. He was... And honest to God, Clip and I both just completely lost oh, it. Man. It just, the more it beat, the funnier it got. Yeah. As I'm explaining to him what was happening, it was just going, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Can we just listen to the first five seconds of the game, please? Yeah. And they got a chance to stay in the game. And you know what? When the team is down this thing, to stay focused and to stay confident. So that's, that helped them in this game. If they're off to a good there has to be a lot of doubts in the players' minds right now in the first two weeks. So if some positive things happen in the first and also, you know, getting into the second quarter and you're in the game, playing a lot better i think that'll help the confidence of these guys all right i believe uh jeff charles is using a different phone which is why you hear um it sounds like you keep hitting buttons jeff i know you're not doing it on, on purpose i got 24 i, I got, got 24 I got, yeah i got 24 too no you didn't i had 25 <laughs> you were gonna say a different number i to be i you said you said i got yeah i got 24 too i Hi. 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 I, I, well, I think I miscounted there late because at the end it went so fast that I miscounted. Dun, dun, but dun, I did. Dun, dun, dun. I had 25. Well, Clip, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine on my end. I think you're hearing things. I think you're high on ayahuasca. Speaking of which, Mike P. Shirley, take us a break. Mike P. says, text Isaiah Winstead that you just came out of a four-day darkness retreat and wondered <laughs> and wondered if he texted you so you don't seem so desperate it's like that movie uh cable guy where jim carrey's obsessed with that guy and he's like hey just took a shower so even if you called me back all right bye-bye <laughs>
Hey, Isaiah, just got out of a four-day ayahuasca darkness retreat. Just wondering if you'd hit me up. See you, bud. We miss you. Do you miss us? We love you. That, dude, that was a great laugh. You ever have oh, a, man. You, have a, you ever have such a great laugh that it, just, it feels like you worked out for about 30 minutes? Oh, yeah. I'm that so, that I, is how I work out. That's how you I go to the laugh. gym. Why is Cliff over there laughing so much? He's doing his daily work. He's exercising. Sometimes I go to the gym, stand on a treadmill that's not moving, and just laugh. <laughs> you watch stand-up comedy. I do that every day. All right, let's take a break. Stand- you listen to that clip as you're exercising. I, yeah. I stand on the scale and laugh. Oh. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Cleary Gluler when we return after this. Hello. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. P. Mace, Patrick Mason, joining us later this hour. Stephen Igoid, Hoist the Colors, next hour on the show. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and in mere moments, we will talk to Corey Glore on the Pirate Radio Live line. Chad Moore said, uh, we're talking about Isaiah Winstead. Does he think about us? Should we look at the same starry night and realize that we're together even though we're apart? Chad says, quote, and even though I know how very far apart we are, it helps to think we might be wishing on the same bright star. And when the night wind starts to sing a lonesome lullaby, it helps to think we're sleeping underneath the same big sky end quote that is beautiful that is uh absolutely beautiful thank you chad let's head out to the pirate radio live line another guy who is so far away but still in our hearts Corey glor joining us today on the program Corey, hello clint happy birthday how are you thank you i appreciate you're the first person to wish me a happy birthday even though it's eight nine months away i still appreciate it yeah i know i just wanted to start a rumor um speaking of odd things to say odd things to ask william on uh, youtube wanted me to ask you a question okay he said ask Corey who he would re- rather wrestle hulk hogan or rick flair um rick flair because i just think he would just be screaming nonsense more often than not so i could like he'd be distracted by his own like ego and so i'd be able to kneecap him when he's doing something all right you think you could win in a wrestling match with rick flair oh yeah for sure i got wit he's like 80 years old thank you jeff charles for that Corey, uh how you feeling today you uh you called a doozy last night Tulane knocking off cincinnati in overtime 55 second half points 18 points in overtime what a thriller last night big win for the green wave and that had to be a fun one to call i would imagine Corey. it was and i'm tired but <laughs> it was worth it it's uh 
this team has now had four overtime in the last five games, and so they are making it. Uh, they are wringing every ounce of tension out of these contests here of late. But they're they're winning them, and so uh, you'll take it. But uh, mercy, that game was bonkers last night. Four out of five games uh, have gone to overtime. Is that what you said, Corey? That, that could be. Uh, hey, score one up if we're doing advantages for ECU this weekend. Tired legs for Tulane. Maybe we got an advantage there. Oh no, you will, especially since you guys aren't playing this week. Yeah. You have the week off, and and what Tulane is right now is we is essentially a rotation of seven guys, maybe an eight for a cup of coffee in a game, but. Yeah, you're talking about seven guys playing now 45-minute games over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, th- there's no question that ECU will actually have the advantage in terms of pressure bodies. That, that, that's not even debatable. Uh, Corey, I, I made a, uh, a prediction that the Tulane uh, record would look a lot different. At the end of the season when they were heading into conference play, I just felt like they would pick it up non-conference uh, with Ron Hunter and crew, and they certainly have done that. So 9-3 and three, uh, is a great record to have in the American. 16-7 and seven overall, not a stellar record. So what has, uh, what has changed for this team since entering conference play? Why have they had a, a, a great conference season compared to a, you know, not-so-stellar non-conference season? It's a little bit similar to last year, only more exaggerated. Because last year was like a four and seven non-conference, and they went ten and eight in conference. And you know, I, I talked with Coach Hunter about this today, and he said, w- with his background when he was at IUPUI and then Georgia State, you know, he, he was ta- talking about leading programs in one bid leagues and needing to be playing your best ball of the season entering February. And so uh, this has been par for the course for coach Hunter's teams a lot throughout his 29 year coaching career, where it's not like they're, they're playing poorly on purpose in November and December, but they gel in mid January and entering February because with where he has had to win games and how important it is to be ready for a conference tournament, his teams have really taken big steps forward in conference plays and so that leads them in position to win conference tournaments and then get to an ncaa tournament and so that's kind of the script that this group has followed it wasn't by design there were plenty of injuries early on in the year in which jalen cook wasn't on the floor for you know a good chunk of november and early december and you know kevin cross missed a couple of games here or there as well and he's the most important piece of the team and so it took a bit for this group to actually get on the floor together. And now, knock on wood, they've been able to be on the floor together, and now things have fallen back into place. And at the exact same time of year where Ron Hunter's teams tend to really take a step forward. Talking to Corey Glore, Tulane, a play-by-play voice on Pirate Radio Live today. He is calling uh, some good basketball right now from the Green Wave. They'll face the Pirates coming up this weekend. And last time the Pirates made the trip there, Corey, I remember a couple of things. Uh, Jeff Charles, uh, we just talked to Jeff. He said he's trying to forget that game uh, because of the way Tulane dominated and said it was about over by the first media timeout, the way Tulane was shooting. I remember that performance. I also remember an awesome crowd to see that game and uh, really kind of took me by surprise. ECU had played in so many dead atmosphere games 
at Tulane in uh, past seasons that it was really great to see such a uh, such nice fan support on a Saturday afternoon. I know it was uh, packed and sold out for Houston, but how have the crowds been this year, Corey? And uh, what kind of crowd are you expecting for this weekend's game? You know they've they've been great, Clip. And last night was just short of a sellout. I mean, but it was it was insane loud in there. It's it maybe the loudest it's been in my time here. Even though Houston, the more people, Houston kind of took that game about ten minutes in and didn't let it go, and so the crowd didn't have much to really get up for. Uh, last night was insane, and um, you know I, I think the, the trick is going to be here Saturday is that and. You know, the athletic department, the program, we're trying to impress on people here over the next couple of days that there, there are a lot of parades going on right now with Mardi Gras season really kicking off into high gear this weekend, and that's going to take a lot of people's attention. But uh, this team deserves uh, a, a fan base in that building that is just insane, like it has been the last couple of times up. So. We are combating with Mardi Gras right now, and that will take some people away Saturday. But I think what what the message is right now is that with what Tulane has been doing and how well they've been playing, it it shouldn't matter who is on the other side of the court uh, at this point. Like This team's contending in this league and contending to play postseason basketball in March, and, and that should earn your eyes, earn your presence, in that building and if you need to miss a parade you miss a parade <laughs> Corey glory joining us speaking of parades and celebrations uh the tulane football team has been a part of a few of those honored down the streets there in new orleans honored at uh pelicans games things like that so how uh, is the party still going on from that bowl win over uh oklahoma court you know, you know, it is, and I, you know, I, I'm sure there are people around the country that'll say, "All right, it's time to move on." But it, when, when something like this happens at a school like Tulane, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna hang on to it for a while. Like the, the Cotton Bowl trophy was finally presented to the team yesterday at the basketball game. They, they, some staff from the game came over to present the trophy, and so now this is the first time that the trophy's been here in New Orleans since winning that game. And then just mentioned parades on saturday while well, the whole team has two floats built specifically for them in one of the parades saturday evening so they'll be riding and that is kind of the championship parade through town and then willie fritz is going to be the grand marshal of a parade next saturday and i think by that point it might cap off the celebrations here for the cotton Bowl. i know there's going to be a ring day coming up here when spring ball gets officially going but um yeah listen Tulane has been waiting a long time for something like this, and and we're going to milk it, and we're not going to be apologetic about it. I can't blame you there. We'd be doing the exact same thing here, and hopefully uh, we are one day. And uh, Corey, looking at uh, the future of, you know, ECU Tulane going to continue to meet in the American, but Houston, Cincinnati, UCF out, uh, some really good basketball being played by FAU this year and uh, UTSA was great in football so it's going to be a new look AAC coming up after this baseball season Corey and and speaking of Tulane football uh, you know how much talk is it now that all right that that was cool what we did this year can we make this a a trend can we do this every year you know as you have you looked ahead is anybody looking ahead down there as to what it might look like in the American next year in football yeah, I think that's been uh, pretty well discussed by not just fan base here, but also on campus. And there have been 
some pretty strong and uh, and immediate talks about facilities here and what needs to be improved and changed to help sustain what just happened. And, and you know, going to a New Year Six every year, I mean, there's only one more year of this existing, but, you know, you know, we'll see how much that's in the cards. But contending for this league, I think that's what's on everybody's mind here and making sure that Coach Fritz has the resources needed to keep this going and always be in the mix of this new look league. Uh, so yeah, those are, those talks are happening and, and it sounds like from what I've heard, plans are, are being put together and, and might be released here before the spring is out about things that might be changing here on the Tulane athletics campus. And that that's only a benefit here, not just for football, but, but you know, the rising tide, lifts all boats here and then Ron Hunter's been very adamant about the window of opportunity in this athletic department and taking advantage of it and now basketball is taking advantage of it and so you know that's garnering more attention and now we'll see what happens if Tulane can push this over to a postseason appearance in March NIT you know is very much in play now and you know NCAA is going to be hard to come by here clip but we go to Houston one more time and you know, you can make some noise there. And so um, the, 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 to say that there is a lot of excitement around this campus about Tulane Athletics right now would be an understatement and everyone that's in charge uh, realizing the same thing. And so there is a lot that is being put together right now to try and make sure that this campus, this school, is in a position to keep on succeeding on the athletics front in the American. It's rolling right now. That is for sure. Will it roll into baseball season, Corey Glore? And, uh, man, we uh, really enjoyed your time here uh, calling ECU baseball games and, uh, and and all the fun chats we had regarding Pirate Baseball. And guess what, Corey? Uh, folks are fired up for Pirate Baseball again this year at Media Day. Last week, we've been talking to the players on the, uh, the Players' Lounge, presented by Delcor every Monday. And uh, some names you still remember, uh, Corey, with – Lane Hoover and um, and Moylan and others and uh, some new faces as well. Carter Spivey and uh, Garrett Saylor have been around here a long time, so you remember those names. But uh, getting to know those guys and and look, it's Cliff Godwin. Uh, it's Pirate Baseball, so uh, high expectations going into it. How about on the Green Wave side? Had somebody actually uh, this past uh, Monday? Maybe it was Josh Moylan said when I asked him about rivals and who he likes playing against he said uh Tulane was number one on that list so uh how about the green wave and uh and the baseball outlook for this year I am fascinated by what Tulane baseball is going to look like you have a new coach here who is the recruiting coordinator and Jay Ullman uh and now he takes over the reins and he's been 25 years coaching in this sport and now he gets a head job and, and the coaching staff that he's brought in is very young and so relates to these players very very quickly here uh and it's a team that when you have a coaching change there's naturally going to be a a lot of folks departing and this team is by and large about half new and most of them are on the mound and so that's that's the clicker here that's going to be the key thing is can Tulane get some pitching developed early on in the year so that by the time April hits uh, they have a rotation set. They have a back-end bullpen guy set uh, and can bridge the gap and feel comfortable about it. I, they'll be able to swing the bat, 
split because they, you know, of, of kind of the, the main pieces that all left last year, you, you lost a couple of big bats, but the young guys that really emerged, the, the Jackson Lins, the T.O. Banks, the Brady Margetts, the, the Gavin Scholes, the, there's a really good core group of bats here that I think they'll be able to score quite a bit. Um, it's just whether or not they'll be able to find enough on the mound to prevent teams from scoring. That's my biggest question, and uh, we're not really going to know the answer to that until you know a couple weeks in the year, I feel. And there, there's some big road trips, a very challenging non-conference schedule that's going to test this team right away. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. And, you know, I, I, from my time there and my time here, I know that um, the, the, the rivalry is pretty strong, uh, maybe strongest on baseball, diamond than any other sport between these two and um you know Tulane got ECU last year and then ECU got Tulane in the conference tournament so I, I know a lot of these guys who are still around remember that and are trying to get back to a position to be contending in this league because this fan base um I think they're impatient now about not seeing an NCAA tournament since 2016 this is the second biggest sport here um and now it's the fans are ready for postseason ball again. I'll be, I'm very intrigued to see if this team can find enough on the mound to get to that position. Corey Glore joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. A lot of momentum right now with Tulane Athletics. East Carolina will take on Tulane in basketball coming up this weekend. Corey, let's do a lightning round on your pro teams. I will start with the NFL. Congratulations to your Bears on getting the number one pick in the draft this year. Hey, I, I, I don't think I've experienced a better bear season in like 10 years than this one. Like that was exactly what I was hoping for from them. They played some young guys. They had some guys develop. It looks as though they were in some really fun games every week and lost yeah. them. That's great, right? And it, it looks as though you have a, a quarterback you are more than willing to build around. You saw the skill set there, and that's been the problem with the Bears forever. Uh, and you have the number one pick. I don't know if they'll pick there. They'll probably try and trade it. Um, but no, that, that was that, if I could have written a script for Chicago bears football last year, that was it right there. And so that was, they were enjoyable to watch, even though they weren't any good because you saw the young guys put it all together and glimmers of what can be. And so, um, big thumbs up by the Chicago bears. The bugs have won eight in a row. They are one game back at the Celtics for first place in the Eastern conference, 37 and 17. What's the Bucks championship outlook for uh, this year? Keep everyone healthy. It's pretty good. Chris Middleton's missed most of the year since he's come back. The Bucks really haven't lost. So um, you can keep Chris with Giannis and uh, the rest of that group together. And then, yeah, you're feeling pretty good about things. It's been tricky getting to this point, but now they're there and hopefully they can stay there. And I'm looking at, for the first time uh, this year, I'm looking at MLB win totals for 2023. Milwaukee Brewers, 85 and a half. It's not a bad number. That's a potential playoff number. So what do you think about the Brew Crew, Corey, in the Central this year? Uh, I I don't know how they got 85 and a half. I don't know if I can name more than five guys on that roster. Okay. Um, I am not as optimistic about the Brewers as the other two teams you just mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. There's the Corey Glore Pro Sports Lightning Round update. Corey, always fun to chat with you, man. Uh, glad to hear uh, things are going well from an athletic standpoint. Hopefully a good uh, personal life standpoint as well. Anything to report? I'm, 
No, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I've gained more weight, which I, you know, I, I always do here. So, yeah, but I'm good. Good to hear. Thanks for joining us, Corey. Always great to catch up with you, bud. Clip, Pirate Radio. Miss you. Love you. Miss you. Love you. There is Corey Glore joining us. Pirate Radio Live Line here on a Wednesday. Well, at least Corey misses us. We don't know if Isaiah misses us, yeah. but at least Corey does. That's right. I'll take that. And, boy, that was a very uh, – up. that really tells you how great things are going at Tulane that Corey is so upbeat. He is usually – and it's usually with his pro teams, but usually a miserable sports guy. Very optimistic, very positive outlook on a beautiful day here in eastern North Carolina. Happy for him, too, because – I could not be happier. Happy for that guy. And by the way, love you and miss you too, Corey. Huh. You, He's gone. He's not on. Cotton there. Bowl champion. You can't take that away from him. He's gonna have a. He's gonna have a ring for the rest of his Cotton life. Cotton Bowl champion, Corey Glore. He'll probably have like a replica, but it'll still be a cool ring. I'd still wear it. I'd I'd flaunt it. I mean, we and by we I mean Troy D still talk about the Peach Bowl all the time. Let it go. Tulane's going to be talking about this Cotton Bowl win for the next 30 years. If ECU wins a Cotton Bowl, we're going to be talking about that for 30 years. Uh, You know, we're going to party. I mean, that's just the facts. Facts is the facts. Patrick Mason will join us. And that's a fact. That is a fact, Jack. He is uh, in the green room getting prepped, makeup, and uh, also we provide wardrobe. A lot of people don't know that. Like everything a guest wears on the show, we have that here in the green room. And uh, it looks like Patrick. Oh, he's going over to the jeans department again. He's going jeans. Got a nice little shirt for him. Yeah. So he's gonna be looking good, looking fresh. Take a time out. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Hey, caught me in a yawn, Shirley. Welcome back Sorry. to the show. Not your fault. Don't apologize. I accept your apology, but don't apologize. Chandler's here. And to my left, Patrick Mason, Daily Reflector, the scribe himself. Hello, Patrick. Hello. Thanks for the clothes, you guys. It fit, <laughs> no you problem. It fit, hey, was great. Did you enjoy all the uh, the snacks we had in the green room and the just, just complimentary drinks and stuff? Yeah, you guys had to pry me out of there. Yeah. If you could, uh, just hang those back up. I'll try. Uh, I got to wear them for next time, at least the jeans. <laughs> By the way, I feel like we need to get Patrick's uh, intro song so we can... Uh, do another song like we do for Bryce. 
Oh, yeah. Um, if you had a walk-up song to Pirate Radio to your appearance, what would it be? Oh, man. I'd have to think about it a little bit. I'm not sure. All right. I'm going to give you one year to decide. <laughs> so next year on this day, please was, have that ready. I was hoping for two years, but I think I could fit it in. <laughs> See if you can have that ready for us. All right. Before we talk about sports, uh, we got to read some Patrick Mason tweets. Yeah. <laughs> I love time. it's like, like a, it's like mean tweets, but it's just Patrick tweets. Yeah, they're Pat, it's like a Patrick segment. Patrick tweets. Um all right. There's two that are not sports related and one that is. Patrick, this was uh nine oh nine. Now I want people to to think about that when they hear this tweet. PM on February fifth, uh two thousand twenty three. How come the first pancake always turns out terrible compared to the rest? Couple of questions here. Questions about your question. Nine oh nine. Why are you tweeting this at nine oh nine p.m.? Well, it was one of those legendary dinners where you have breakfast for dinner. I love those. And it, just feeling it that day. So it was. It was awesome. It was incredible. Uh, another question. Uh, pancakes or excuse me, sausage or bacon? Bacon. Mm, without I, I do like sausage but bacon's my go-to another question crispy bacon or uh kind of not you're a crispy guy yeah all right and usually i'll go like in the pan but i've also dabbled with the oven bacon which you can cook a lot at the same time and kind of put it on autopilot which is a good move all right do you have any questions before we get to the tweet itself Jenny? no i'm no i was gonna read the next tweet that I, I just saw <laughs> how do you like your eggs scrambled i like them over easy but scrambled mm. works too but like over easy is awesome you dip the bacon in and oh man it's you, great. you a coffee guy yeah but i just use it for like the caffeine like i just i don't know now when you do not for pleasure correct more business when you yep. do breakfast at night what is your drink of choice um like a, I, a nice cold glass of oj uh-huh. yes i was gonna say orange juice for breakfast milk. no matter the time i'm not really a big milk guy i usually just drink water all the time but for pancakes and bacon you gotta switch it up okay um i had one more and i forgot about it do you like grits yes great question chandler Which, do you i was like introduced grits? to recently i was gonna say grits is that a illinois thing? it is not an yeah. illinois thing but it's good you add some cheese to it maybe throw some well that's the thing like you soup it up the question is do you like butter and cheese really right gotta have it's the just butter. a vehicle for the tasty stuff i know to throw in there like grits by themselves it's like eating nothing really yeah but you throw enough butter and cheese and pepper on whatever on it it's well good. that's that's like when people go drink coffee and they put like just all the cream and sugar in there i'm like you're not even drinking coffee i'm i'm just like a i need the benefits kind of coffee guy just english muffins very good jam on the english muffins how do you feel about jelly on it how do you feel about the bagel the bagel i I like to load it up with cream cheese like i could just eat like a just put the whole block of it on the the bagel and i'm good Hmm. all right what about you chew what about you (laughs) i'm sorry sorry excuse me i'm sorry i sneezed bless you uh how about you i'm sorry how about you clip rock do you like bagels you know that's a that's an interesting question have you just never had a good bagel yeah i've had i've had great bagels from right here in greenwood north carolina but as far as like bread options it would not be like if i had power rankings i like toast uh croissant croissant um bread sticks 
uh garlic bread garlic toast yeah, but then oh. we're getting out of like the breakfast i feel like bagel is oh. like a breakfast kind of thing okay well i would take like, toast over that okay what's another bread option for breakfast that's that about it probably it's very yeah. limited but uh bagels are fine oh i think i was uh my question was going to be what is your opinion on french toast i love it yeah huge fan all right i'm just a big breakfast guy hey patrick mason big (laughs) Big breakfast guy guy. don't get up in time for it usually but i'll eat it all right back to the tweet itself but those were good side questions there and by the way luke i see your post on youtube not only yes but stay tuned we'll uh we're gonna play that in just a moment um how come the first pancake always turns out terrible compared to the rest what does that mean like so you, whatever you make the batter you got the pan going you're ready to like i'm you're ready to cook some pancakes and you pour it in and the first one it just doesn't it just doesn't work right like the shape is fine but it's just the color isn't right it's just it's just kind of off hmm. it's just not i can attest to that because as cooking pancakes myself i've had that happen every time yeah and like the whole rest of the stack is fine but just that first one is just a little it's like the oddball of the group hmm. the I mean, run still eat it but the run of the litter yeah all right well I, I guess you've answered your well you, you really didn't answer your question but it was a relatable question i guess it was semi-rhetorical I was right also you know just yeah i think i think someone responded and tried to give me a an answer about you know oil and grease but uh, no matter what i do it just doesn't work well i think now it's kind of like uh for people that golf a lot like you go out there i guess to try to beat your best score or play your best game now you're always trying to perfect that first pancake i need like so. a warm-up pancake round <laughs> all right hit the tea box um another food related tweet oh man from patrick mason this uh coming from this is a new one from february 8th at 1 51 p.m anyone ever eat salad with just a knife well i'm about to give it the old college try the old college try huh so uh is this a situation where now where were you eating this salad i was over at the the office of work yeah Um, i brought a nice caesar salad with some chicken on it ready to rock i go to eat it and realize i don't have any utensils yeah you got to think ahead in those situations uh yesterday i had a loaded baked potato just like i did on monday the second day in a row monday i brought in i had a bowl to put it in yesterday i did not so i ate that baby on some paper towels you gotta do what you gotta and, do and uh you had to be resourceful so how did it go eating your your uh salad with a knife yeah so i went down to the little cafeteria area and just tried to like raid all the all the drawers and what i found was a plastic knife so i had to roll with that and basically like i i did a mix of like using it as a spoon to try to get the, the chicken pieces up and the croutons but also like stabbing at the lettuce so it was i mean it was an adventure for sure not one that i would want to repeat all right i have a newfound appreciation for forks i have a sports related tweet did you have we read the one you were going to read chandler uh i've got one pertaining a beverage oh okay i've got one we've talked about food we've talked about salads we've talked about bread uh uh, pancakes now we're going to talk about a beverage patrick says i was like 11 when i well first of all Uh, you quote tweeted uh damian scott and Damien said, I bet nobody remembers what their first alcohol drink was. Patrick said, hold my beer. <laughs> Patrick said, hold my beer. Hold my first beer. Patrick said, I was like 11 when I took a gulp of what I thought was water. But it turned out to be vodka that my parents snuck into Arlington Racetrack, parentheses, future home of Dub Bears. Dub Bears. 
uh kind of funny you bring that up patrick <laughs> because i remember being at lake gaston with a friend of mine and we were getting ready for dinner and there was a glass that i thought was my tea but it was instead a a beer that my friend's dad had poured <laughs> and i remember drinking like oh my god how do you drink this stuff this is <laughs> awful so i do remember that it sounds like you had a similar first experience oh yeah i wonder if my parents are listening i wonder if they remember this story but like just sitting up there and i was like man i need some water and they had it in this water bottle like this you know whatever covered water bottle and i just took a big sip out of the straw and i was like oh my goodness this is not water and i start freaking out i'm like 11 and i'm like wait kids aren't supposed to drink alcohol i started going through all these yeah processes like am i gonna die did you just ruin your life are you gonna start doing drugs (laughs) yeah well i just sat down in the chair and i'm just like all right like am i gonna feel something what's gonna happen (laughs) like i I started freaking out like i didn't know what to do and you know yeah it ended up being all right obviously but yeah it was uh it was a harrowing experience yeah you're right because (laughs) i I didn't tell anybody i was kind of scared about what would happen like am i gonna get in trouble like i was away from my parents they're gonna call my parents i'm gonna have to go home like yeah yeah you start thinking about those things you definitely do chandler do you remember your first alcoholic beverage man you know what i don't i think i think i was a junior in high school and we went on spring break arrest this man he just admitted <laughs> to drinking underage cops if you're listening come get him while i live life in the fast lane what can i say uh but now nah, i mean it was like sophomore junior year of high school so you never had like a kid experience accidentally drinking no, one like i this? drank something else <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> this could be a number of things we really might have to come arrest you now <laughs> Hold oh, on. I, I drank dip oh Ew. so you were dipping no oh, oh somebody spit cup dr pepper that's a nightmare oh wow did you barf no i just i immediately spit it out oh no that is no. gross that's rough man nope. uh, yeah yikes i remember my first drink was melon ball it's a oh. mixed drink but it has kind of like a you know did you drink taste. it on purpose or accident no 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 i drank it on purpose okay um how it old was, were you i was a freshman in college a freshman a freshman it was the first uh frat party i ever attended and uh the college i went to was a dry campus so you could regardless of what you know, even if you were of age you couldn't drink so barton it, campus police arrest her <laughs> and uh so if you really wanted to partake you had to go off campus to the frat parties so we went to uh, the Delta House, and someone had mixed melon ball in a. You remember how they used to sell the big three-liter soft drink bottles? Mm-hmm. Well, someone had filled one of those up hmm. with melon ball, and that was my first drink. So, oh man, uh, good stories there. We'll get to the sports tweet in just a minute. Um, Jansen said, "You ever eat a bowl of soup with the butt end of a pencil?" Well, I'm about to give it the old college try. <laughs> you could do, it would take a long time, but you could probably do it. I mean, so you like carve in. Oh, I say you just just go in. If you it. take off the eraser, you'll have a very tiny little uh, little, little yeah. You take a little sh- soup shots. I love soup, and I would just drink it out of the bowl at that point. There's no need for utensils. <laughs> like sal- this salad guy's wild. He's a soup like, lover. Like this salad was unique. You can't use your hands. There's there's dressing. Every I mean, it's just it was a unique. Situation. What kind of guy are you not? Well, everybody out there listening right now is asking, thinking the same thing I am, Patrick. Let's power rank the soups. What do you got? Number one. Ooh, I'm a I'm a really creamy kind of chowder kind of guy. Yeah. So, so like. Uh. 
Man, like clam chowder or like lobster bisque even is up there. Yeah. Like I, I could eat soup every day. If I like it's a chicken de- corn chowder. Yes. Oh. I was 100 degrees on the beach last year. What about a chicken cordon bleu? And I ordered <laughs> I ordered like a cream Shut of up. chicken soup, and it was like 98 degrees. All right, up. hold on. You're on the beach. Well, there's like, oh, yeah, like one of those restaurant. bars. Yeah, like outdoor seating. Oh, so you are outdoors. Eating yeah. a hot soup right. outdoors. Oh, my everyone God. Everyone, oh. This guy's a maniac. This guy's yeah, everyone a thought I was nuts. Arrest this man. <laughs> Dude, officer over here. Officer, he's right here. I love soup. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love soup. Man. Just, soup is great. Just spilling hot soup all over his bare Bas- chest. Basically. <laughs> Rubbing it in like lotion. You see the steam like <laughs> coming off his yeah, chest? Yeah, he just got to wash it off in the he's ocean. He's sunburnt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the anybody, tomato bisque is like literally the same color as his skin because he's so sunburned. Anybody want a cold beer? No, but I'll take a nice hot cup of soup. <laughs> Ice cream cart comes by. He's like, hey, do you have any hot soup in there, buddy? Drake meme. One of no. the soup cups in a koozie. That's what I need. All right. Ed says Caesar salads are the best. It is a very tasty type of salad. I'm a fat guy, so I like, I love I like a big chef salad. I love soup. As long soup. as you throw meat in it, like chicken or something, like it, it's it's incredible. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike says, was he eating the soup in jeans? Patrick, <laughs> jeans and beach. socks on the beach. <laughs> I, I, didn't go, I didn't go that far. I had a, I had a swimsuit on, but... Uh, <laughs> people are like throwing up just looking at him they're like dude look at this guy yeah he's got to be plastered <laughs> he's from chicago guys give him a break mike also said patrick is a second half pancake guy yeah that come out of the gate a little slow yeah but then you get that's right um uh you said hold my beer a moment ago mm-hmm. uh, i saw a joke online uh shirley can i get the uh rim shot here uh Dane Cook says, I'm dating a 23-year-old. Leonardo DiCaprio says, hold my beer. Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend says, I can't. <laughs> hey I got a joke. What color is the wind? <laughs> oh, blue. Blue. Yeah. It's not good when people can figure out. <laughs> yeah, that that's not good. I had to think that's about like it for a shot bit. to the heart. Like, I feel so bad. Well, you're to blame. Hey, <laughs> You get love. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh boy. Oh boy. Chandler, read Williams' uh, YouTube and see if I can read that or if that's offensive. <laughs> read it to yourself first. Good gracious. I don't know. I, 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 uh, I'm definitely going to read it. I, I'm going to read it. All right, go ahead. I would rather have Helen Keller be my DD than eat hot soup on the beach. I should have done that as Romy. Yeah, but maybe it's not having good soup. I, I Dear Jim, <laughs> I would rather have Helen Keller be my DD. Hell Kell. Hell Kell. Then eat hot soup on the beach. Signed, William. William. <laughs> All right, man. You're missing out more for me. <laughs> All right. We have to take a break. Good sports segment there. When we return, we'll read Patrick's sports tweet, which will get us into a sports discussion. Also, Luke says, I don't I don't know if y'all saw this. I, I, have y'all seen this? But Theo Vaughn name-dropped Tony Collins on his podcast with Dave Portnoy yesterday. Blew my mind. You know what, Luke? You're not the only one who had their mind blown. Chandler Honeycutt did as well, and he notified me, and we have that audio. So we'll play it on the other side. More to go, Pirate Radio Live on a soupy Wednesday. Back with you after this. 
Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They are open every day and have two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, on a Wednesday. Luke uh, brought up on YouTube... Uh, that Tony Collins had his name dropped on a popular podcast. Now, Chandler, this was Theo Vaughn's podcast, and Dave Portnoy was a guest. This uh, this past weekend. Okay. And I, I'm going to admit something. So I know Theo Vaughn from MTV. He was on like an early rendition of um, Road Rules or whatever. And it's sad for me to admit this, but like – it's kind of the same thing with mike who was on the real world better known now as the miz in wrestling like i didn't take him seriously in his craft because he was a reality tv guy and it's a it's a stereotype that i i need to get over i need to start watching theo vaughn i guess i thought because he was a reality tv star he couldn't be funny and you know i got to get past that because chandler you say he's very funny and oh, he, so and he's people. so unintentionally funny. Yeah. Like he does it. He just says stuff, and it makes you laugh. Well, here is <laughs> a lot like yourself. <laughs> look at that! Look at that stare, man. He's staring a hole through me. Let's hear Theo Vaughn and uh, Dave Portnoy talk about our guy, touchdown Tony Collins. The Patriots were the most talked about, hated, loved, whatever team for like two decades. Oh yeah, and we we're just right in the middle of it. I remember Tony Collins played there, didn't he? Was that Tony Collins? Yeah, you're going way back. Yeah. Yeah, running back. Yeah, I, I I got to meet him one time. He went to ECU. He was a cool cat, man. Yeah. I like Tony Collins, but I think he played <laughs> in their Super Bowl game. That would have been 85. Dude, like, if we asked Tony Collins right now, who is Theo Vaughn? He'd say, who? Who the hell Theo Who the hell that? But what a what thing. What the hell is going on around here? <laughs> What a thing to say about a guy. He's a cool cat, man. Do we got that? Sh- that's uh, that's one of he's the. He's a cool cat, man. He's a cool cat, man. <laughs> well, that's one of the best compliments you can get from another man, man. That's cool stuff. He's a cool cat, man. <laughs> <laughs> he is our cool cat. Touchdown, Tony Collins. Next time we have him on, well, maybe we'll talk to him Monday. Super Bowl recap. We'll uh, ask him about his encounter with Theo Vaughn. No chance he knows who he is. Zero chance uh juan talking salads says uh he's more of an iceberg wedge guy thank you for letting us know that Juan. fair choice let us know what kind of salad you're on one more thing on soup we've got about three minutes left with patrick mason haven't talked to lick of sports none (laughs) at all i haven't even got the words of mike houston none (laughs) zero Zero. patrick can you hang out um from like five to five fifteen or do you gotta go (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I, I could. I think I could do that because we, we're not. We're legitimately not going to have time to talk sports with you. Just a soup segment, a food segment. If you could hang out one more segment, you're welcome. If not, we'll get to sports <laughs> next week. That's up to you. Um, but oh, Patrick, have you ever heard of the Dixie Stampede? No. Wow, <laughs> that is. Is that still a thing? You, yes. Okay. Still a thing, and you need to do it. Uh, they used to have one in Myrtle Beach. I don't know if they do anymore. I went to the one in. Uh, I think I've been to multiple ones. What is Dolly this? Parton has something to do with that, right? Yeah, there's one near Dollywood in uh, like Gatlin Pigeon Forge, or whatever. Yeah. So it's uh, what's the Knights one, Shirley? Um, it's like oh. dinner theater type of thing. Oh, oh uh, medieval times. Med- yeah, medieval it's times. Like medieval times for us country folk here in the South. But it's like uh, they do a North versus South. Of course. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a Civil War thing. Oh, my goodness. And Great we, entertainment. What, what's the outcome? Uh, the South always wins, oh, baby. Man. Oh, South, baby. It's <laughs> South, baby. It's always the South. That is the Never bet against the South. No, I, I think it switches up. I, I don't remember. But when you go in, you they, like root for your no, they assign you no, North or South. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters. The South always wins, baby. All we need is a rematch, and we're going to win <laughs> the South. The Washington Generals fits, I guess. Hey, run it back. Run, run the Civil War back. <laughs> Please, no. Apparently, if you follow the news, uh, they say that we're, we're going to. But anyway... It's 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 really cool, but they serve an awesome meal. You get your very own like little hen to eat. Okay, uh, but they have this soup. Have you been, Shirley, to the Dick Stampede? Um, no, I have not. I've been to Pirates Voyage. No, is <laughs> I've that been a by thing? it. It's like a goblet of. <laughs> I've soup. driven by it, that but I just, they put on a, a show of you know pirates <laughs> doing sword, sword spot, I sword still parts. cannot get the soup out of my head, and. Oh man, they they sell the mix, but it's uh, it's just some kind of like vegetable soup, but it's all uh, pureed or whatever. Like, there's nothing in it. There's no like hard vegetables. Uh huh. But it's uh, it's just a cream of vegetable soup, and it is so good. I need to try to make it. Yeah, I can get behind that. But uh, just try to make this soup one time. So you got margarine, uh, onion powder, garlic powder, corn syrup, all-purpose flour, white pepper, salt, chicken broth, water. Uh, and then you gotta chop your uh, cooked vegetables, um, half and half cream parsley. It is so good, man. That it, sounds great. And no silverware. <laughs> Don't worry about eating your uh, salad with a fork because you eat the chicken with your hands. I think they have potato wedges, and the soup has a uh, handle on the side of the bowl. Just go right for so it. So you, huh? you drink oh, it. It man. is so dang good, man. Just mainline that. I got to try to make that and recreate it. Uh, just a great taste from childhood there <laughs> at the Dixie Stampede. Um, we've got some more questions regarding soup. It's like the food segment. I yeah, like it. this was a food Recipes, segment. Recipes, food, soup. Uh, Josh says, is cereal a soup? Ooh, is, I, that, is cereal a breakfast soup? I would say no. All right. Because you, like, add something to milk, I guess. You're not, like, adding, like, I don't know. You add vegetables and beef to soup, Patrick. Yeah, but not, like, you do it in the cooking process. I don't, like, you know, do that with my I Cheerios see soup as something that is hot, that's heated. Yeah. Can Whereas you have a cereal, cold soup? cereal would be something is, cold, so I wouldn't view it as a soup. 
old uh, Igo walks in. Oh, no, he's shaking his shaking head already. His head. He's like, what are these dudes? He's too good for this this stuff. He's probably got soup in the Hey, why don't you go do a podcast down in the parking lot, Igo? Hey, why don't you get our 24-7 no, shirt? No, I'm kidding. You don't us. leave. Come back. He's Come got back. soup in the thermos. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh mike p says patrick are you a fan of a good stew yes but I, i'm a more fan of the creamier stuff but if it's nice like brunswick stew i guess uh, i can I get gonna by ask that. about brunswick yeah. i was gonna ask about brunswick yeah it's, it's growing on me but yeah, yeah I, I can i can do it once you get over the fact that it looks it kind of tastes like barf it's good yeah that's it why just the, looks like somebody yeah. yacked in a bowl once you get over that it's, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. smooth sailing but that's a lot of food you just mix it all up yeah down Kenny line. says the Food Network has taken over here on Pirate Radio. I'm hungry. Me too. One hour to go before we can eat. Let's take a break. Come back. Uh, hang out and talk sports if you can. <laughs> and hopefully it, you need to hang out because I go left. We'll see if he comes back. Got to cool off the soup. I hope he comes back. <laughs> We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women, whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion. Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates, part of Pirates, supporting Pirates. Now let's uh, head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Alrighty, back with you. Hour three. We'll open up the booty bag here in a moment. Make you a winner. Packed house as Patrick Mason has hung around since we ran out of time and didn't talk any sports with him. We talk soup uh, the entire time, which Tyler on YouTube says gazpacho is is cold. Is that not a soup? I don't know. I've never had that before. I haven't either, but I do think it is a soup. Okay. So there can be cold soups. Steven Igo, not here to talk about soups. How you doing, Steven? I'm doing good. I uh, I am a big hot and sour soup guy, like a little bit of... Sour? Yeah, it's if you go to like some, some oh is this like asian yeah asian restaurants they mm. have a lot of these type of soups and I, I you know i'm not a huge soup guy because like i feel like i i never get full eating soup but um you know anytime you go to like you know on, on a cruise or something and they just like give you those bisques and it's all fancy okay. done like yeah. you have to do them and you're like man this stuff is delicious yeah and it's free so like you just do it or not free but already paid for so you just <clears throat> keep ordering them so prepaid soup yes so i'm a fan of that i didn't even think about the uh the asian soups like they give you at a hibachi place yeah. before you eat and stuff so like anytime you order entree you pretty much get a free soup so i usually go the hot and spicy spicy route kenny says uh said yesterday the show was all about drugs today alcohol and food what's coming up on thursday well kenny you never know that's why you got to tune in all right it's back like to sports uh, it's like the wire like each season has a different thing <laughs> yeah, this week right. each show has a different thing we're gonna be at the docks on uh thursday 
all right patrick mason tweet from saturday 6 4 p.m he said nothing like fans watching an entire game <laughs> then leaving with six seconds left i did see this one uh patrick i read this tweet as you were walking out the door actually walking to my vehicle i'd already <laughs> exited Minji's. i left before there were six seconds left not a true fan I, not a true pirate if you uh, stick around the whole game just watch the last just watch the buzzer and yeah you didn't even get to him. see the, the team oh, like celebrate and the, all you do is win 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 no matter what i mean that's the best part did they put i mean i, was I, just like, I don't know i figured they were done playing boom 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 for the night so i was out that's it for me they were i think ec was going to the foul line it's like six seconds left they're in their huddle over the timeout and everyone is streaming for the exits and i'm like you've spent all this time here what's like literally what's another minute so clip when you're you, gonna beat this traffic what what makes you Mad, what makes you mad the worst? Is it the P6 flag? <laughs> is it the P6 flag or is it people leaving? With the, it's, it's people streaming worst. out of the stadium with the P6 flag. <laughs> P6. P6. Well, they're definitely going to do it every time over a win over SMU now since they're going to the Pac 12, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Show it in their face. Oh, we got to bring that. Yeah, we got to talk about Let's that. Let's not talk conference expansion. So, uh, all right, Patrick. Well, there you go. You've heard it, Pirate <clears throat> fans. If you leave before the game ends, not a true fan. So, when you're leaving, what, how many seconds were left, Clip, when you exited stage right? Um, Probably we were inside of a minute. There was a lot of fouling going on late. Probably so, are you like, minute. you know, clapping your hands, like raising your <laughs> arms as you walk out with like 40 seconds left, or you just walk out calmly? Sneak out or? That's like, a good question. I probably I probably did a fist bump yeah. or something. I, I feel like I, you got to get that true like wind jubilation. Yeah. Like I, let it sink in. I, I You were just so confident in the outcome. You just said that. They well, got that one was over. Back. And I gave my all during that game. I was Mike Mullis even commented on it. Like, man. I was like, Mullis, you got to get excited about something. This is the best game all year here at home. So what advantage do you get heading out two minutes early? Um... I got out of there quick, I'll tell you that. And uh, I got a beat on the Jeff Charles post-game show. Wanted to hear what Mike Houston and the player, Mike Schwartz <laughs> Mike Houston and the players had to say. I hear what you're saying, I go. They were hard news. Hard hard news. I, I hear you. And I'm trying to answer your questions. I admit that it's not a good look. What if Brandon Johnson... Uh, you know, gives a five to his teammate and then looks up and sees me walking out. That's probably Tough. makes him feel bad. And you just said it was the best win at home, right? And Which just... is why when I leave, I get on my belly and do a belly crawl. I, did, I, don't, I did see that. You I, don't, I don't want the popcorn. players. Yeah, I don't want the players to see me leaving. So I try to sneak out when they're not looking. <laughs> so when there's uh, when there's like five minutes left in the segment, I'm supposed to close on. I'm just gonna belly crawl out of here. See how you guys handle it. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> Uh, ooh, Alex uh, wants to know what is fake Mike Oresco's thoughts on Pat not liking the Power uh, 6, the P6. <laughs> We've actually got two fake Mike Oresco's here, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Patrick, uh, he just doesn't understand the, the vision we have <laughs> in the AAC office. It's pretty accurate. But when you look at guys like Ruffin McNeil, Shane Card, and Justin Hardy. Yeah, darling, it's a tremendous basketball coach. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. We're P6 on the way. And we will be till the day we die, which could be soon. <laughs> so what's going on, Igo? What's uh, what's this expansion <clears throat> talk? I hate conference expansion more than anybody. Um, it reminded me that when that came up, I was like, man, I'm kind of glad uh, we're not talking about NIL and Portal for a day. But yep. God, do I hate contra- conference expansion talk? It's uh, it's annoying, man. It's but 
It's not a surprise. I guess it's just a race between the Pac-12 and the Big 12 to see who can expand and get more stability before the other one is rated is kind of the vibe I get. Um, So the Pac-12 looking to expand. And, you know, I saw one of the SMU writers tweet about how SMU is putting a ton of research money into its uh, university to try and become an R1 uh, university right now they're in R2 and ECU's in R2 and there's a big you know I don't know if it's conspiracy is the right word but a lot of the bigger conferences quote unquote want a R1 research university for academic purposes so you know I don't know what ECU has to do to get to that level if it's even possible but that's something SMU as an institution with a ton of money is working towards as is San Diego State to try and get that along with athletics to where there are more I don't know, inviting school. I'm sorry. I, I got my degree from an R2 university, so I'm not the brightest bulb. But <laughs> who the hell cares? I know, what does I this mean, matter at all? Who I, cares about this stuff? I, I don't know enough about it to go in depth on it one way or the other. I just know that, that is a factor that these, especially like a Pac-12 conference, which is known for you know academics and all that sort of stuff, they prioritize that or at least the school presidents do and the school presidents have a big uh a big say in all this stuff when it comes down to it i'm sure the the dude that's like doing experiments at stanford is known for that right like reggie bush isn't i mean you're right but i'm just saying that's how it's perceived I and mean, we got a r1 guy here with us oh the that's true race, yeah, so. yeah. rest of ones <laughs> is, it, is it kind of is it kind of like 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 northwestern i guess you know in the big 10 they're just that's right Lends some yeah, but all those Big Ten schools probably are yeah. R one. I would imagine. That's well, right, but I'm just yeah. you know, nah. who's the uh, Northwestern of the American? Do we have one? Tulane, Tulane. since they're private Tulsa. or whatever. That's all I Tulsa. heard about when I went to Tulane for that football trip. Was just like how smart all these kids are. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, for real. Like oh, every, okay. everyone was saying that. Right. You're in an R one town now, buddy. <laughs> That's what the Uber driver said. You better uh, suit up. Uh, so yeah. So is this legitimate talk though? The Pac-12 is reportedly visiting SMU today. Wow. So, man, you know. Get ready for another, uh, we're at North Texas, UTSA. Who's still out there? Lamar? Uh, <laughs> you can add uh, Tarleton State or whatever that, yeah. that is. All right. <laughs> Plenty of Texas schools. Yeah, you can, you can find somebody. And, you know, if we always need to add somebody, we already took FAU, so we can add FIU. Yeah. Uh, we can take another Texas school. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this whole thing is, I don't know. I just, I hate the route it's going, but it's going that route. And the train at this point is off the tracks. I don't think there's any putting it back on it. Ron, uh, Juan brings up a good point. We're about to have a new Northwestern in town, the American Rice, about to take over. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till uh, those EC Rice basketball games. I don't care about <laughs> that. I care about the Rice test scores. And they're awesome. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Why do we not focus on this more since it's so important? It's a good question. We should lead the show. R1, R2, D2. My goodness. (laughs) Who the hell cares? All right. uh, Let's see. Hoops this weekend against Tulane. How about that? I mean, we're a few days away from it now, but it was exciting. It was legitimately a fun day in Menji's Coliseum. Especially the last few minutes, last few seconds. (laughs) <laughs> i missed Damn, that just riveting dang i missed that it, it was good though it, they, they played well and actually withstood like a second half charge and, and figured it out in real time and, and ended up with a win uh i almost went back on my new year's resolution and cursed at a ref on the play where the guy went over brandon johnson's back at the free throw line and they took their first lead 
but then immediately ecu regained the lead but uh man just a fun game great and what has happened to ezra the last couple games he's he's back to playing with confidence and you know what added a little mid-range jumper at least you know some version of it to where he's gonna have to hit kind of that shot more often just because the other thing too a lot of his matchup based i mean he's not going to score inside against teams that have a big man that can move and, and basically guard him i mean that's what comes out the smu didn't really have that type of guy um you know for the most part i know they, they did have a big guy inside but he didn't have his best game so and it just seems like too with freshmen if they get off to a good start they kind of carry that throughout the game and if they don't maybe sometimes that rattles their confidence a little bit and you know this team we talked about it with Schwartz like you can kind of count for the most part on RJ and and BJ every night not that they're going to score 25 or whatever every night but you're going to get something there and then it's like after that who's going to be three four five and Ezra yeah was a big part of the other day but they didn't have a ton of scoring outside of that so they just need more consistency from those second tier guys we saw zero LeCount we didn't see much Dabunje, who I thought was kind of coming yeah. on. So it's kind of a night to night. Who uh, Schwartz, I guess, is a big like matchup guy, and how yeah. because uh, and also he probably didn't like all the turnovers Caleb Count had the previous game. But I don't know, Patrick. Moving forward, do you think we see like a seven man rotation the rest of the way, or <laughs> are we going to still keep seeing more guys off the bench? It's possible, but I just I couldn't help but thinking like how athletic that lineup is with Ben Baella and Jaden Walker out there. Um, just in the starting lineup, and it, it was like you could tell why Schwartz likes it. Um, and yeah, just kind of going back to Ezra, I mean, I, I, I literally had not seen him take any sort of jumpers like for weeks, for almost the whole season, and he was doing that, and it was kind of refreshing just to see he's actually working on something and trying to find different ways, at least having defenses respect him in a different way. You just, know what else he looked good at? <laughs> Shooting free throws. Yeah, he made some big ones in the last few minutes, man, like some pressure free throws. So. And that's the thing. He doesn't have a bad stroke. Like, it's I not know. like he's up there like looking like he doesn't know how to shoot. So I think it's more mental uh, than, than anything at this point. And, yeah, I mean, I think right now, you know, I like Caleb LeCount, and I think he's got a chance to be a contributor. You know, obviously he's contributed this year. But, like, you know, just even though Jaden's not going to break you down off the dribble point guard, what, he finished with eight assists. He yeah. just managed the game. He didn't turn it over. Plays good defense. Like, Caleb, with his size, it affects the entire defense when he's on the floor. So I, I just feel like you're a much better complete team with uh, with Jaden at the point right now. Yeah, and if he's not hitting the outside shot, he's just not right. giving you that much. He's got to be either, you know, scoring at will or, you know, yeah. he's got to be a better matchup. Like, when they played USF and you play Tyler Harris, you kind of have a si- not yeah. too much of a size differential there, whereas SMU has some big guards. So, you know, Tulane's got a smaller guard, but he's a, one of the best players in the conference in Jalen Cook. So, I don't, I don't, it'll be interesting to see how they approach Saturday. And, boy, just if you need a reminder on how quickly things can change, uh, SMU has really fallen off. They're a tournament <laughs> yeah. team a few years I mean, ago. they weren't happy with, uh, with Jankovic, and now they hired Rob Lanier, and, you know, they're one of the worst teams in, in the conference. They so. are always a big, like – transfer out transfer in yes. team too it seems yeah, like they were that way under jank and yeah. you know seems like they're going to be that i mean what team isn't that way but True. definitely to their extent and, and they're paying they're paying these guys thirty five thousand dollars a piece to lose to ecu yeah so i mean you know that's the thing with the nil so <laughs> what it's like, are you getting yeah like what what is smu getting right now seven and 16 record from that i saw that um 
was it james michael mcadoo was that the most recent mcadoo at north carolina a few years ago yeah. tweeted the other night during the uh i think it was wake forest game not yeah it was the wake forest game he said i hope they're pulling these guys nil payments talking about I mean, carolina because they were getting smoked that's the thing like if you're an smu donor maybe you just have so much money you don't care but if you're paying you know football this year i think they went six and seven in basketball they're like seven and 18 i have all these smu fans in my mentions about how much they're paying these guys and like they're Great losing them, yeah like I mean. you're paying these guys to lose games i know they have first year coaches so yeah they can improve but it's like and trying to buy wins it ain't happening right now buyer beware i mean you're spending your money on this it's your decision right at some point people are going to stop doing that just yeah. blindly handing out money to schools to say bring in these players i don't know it's it's crazy patrick we'll let you go yeah thanks for hanging out for sure go enjoy a big bowl of soup tonight (laughs) i hope man i hope they got that that's all i can think about right now (laughs) i hope uh, aj's has a soup du jour tonight that i can enjoy all right i go what time you gotta leave i'm here as long as you want man until well until there's like a minute left then i gotta head out (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk uh some ecu football post-signing day drama vip chat going on on hoist the colors right now touch touch on that a little bit and uh, make you a winner later on on the booty bag thanks patrick enjoyed it more with Igo when we return on pirate radio live after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live on a beautiful Wednesday, sun setting. So we're going to get a little cooler, but man, great day today. And uh, hoping this weather will stick around for baseball season, but we know it won't. There's going to be some cold weekends coming up. But I go, uh, you ready for some pirate baseball back at Clark LeClaire Stadium next Friday? I am. I am. The it's always exciting, you know, when you, you get to this point, and you know, we always complain about having too much stuff to cover. But then, like when it goes dead, it's it's like, man, I'm ready for something else to cover. And then baseball starts, and then we're like, man, I'm ready for a break. Yep. Because they have so many home games, but you know it. We are lucky from the standpoint of we get excited for this time of year, whereas you look a lot, you know, just looking at a lot of other schools, whether it be fellow 24-7 sports sites or other programs out there, nobody hypes up baseball quite like East Carolina fans, you know, outside of maybe a couple programs. So it's a big deal here. Baseball is important uh, to Eastern North Carolina and to ECU, and so it's it's always a fun time of year personally i'd rather get excited about going to the ncaa tournament than baseball yeah i mean that plays a role cards so 
I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's like, unfortunately, the trend is ECU basketball usually fades in February, and ECU baseball is here. I mean, every Pirate fan's favorite line is when does baseball season start? Yeah. Um, from uh, a previous discussion we were having, FAU Rice joining the American, Temple in the American. Johnny says we should add this school moving up to FBS Kennesaw State. so we could have every owl mascot. Let's not. No? No Kennesaw State? There was a scenario where if ECU added Kennesaw State as a non-conference game in football, they would have played four owls in one year, <laughs> which just would have been ridiculous. Is that in Georgia? Yes. All right. There you go. All right. Um, the theme this week with baseball has been depth. Uh, Brian Bailey uh, talked about it with Jeff Palumbo on Monday's edition of the Brian Bailey Show. Great show. If you missed that, you can check it out on YouTube, Facebook, podcast form. Uh, and then one of the questions we asked the players Monday on the Players Lounge was, who are some of the kind of unknowns that are going to step up? And I found it interesting. Like Moylan, Jenkins Coward, and Hoover uh, all said different guys. And uh, Nowak's name came up a lot. We saw him pinch run last year, I go. But yeah. they really like what he can do from a hitting and, and running standpoint. Uh, one of the players brought up uh, some newcomers like Dixon Williams, his name. We know him from being a local kid. But Cliff Godwin has shown he's not afraid to – to throw young guys out there also not afraid to switch up the lineup day to day so uh the pirates rely on depth whether it be pitching bullpen whether it be late game situations godwin's big about the defense late in the game running things like that so uh what do you think about this team's uh depth i go heading into 2023 on paper i mean it definitely looks good it's just a matter of how are the pieces going to work out and, and with the newcomers especially you just never know Guys have good falls. Guys have a good preseasons. But when you turn the lights on, we've seen throughout history and in every sport. I mean, usually there's a guy who has a great offseason that doesn't handle the pressure of game day well, or there's a guy, or and there's a guy who you know played well in the pre or didn't play well in the preseason, yeah, plays well on game day, steps up. So yeah. it's like sometimes you just never know. Now there there's also guys that perform well consistently in practice and that carries into games so that's just something that's going to be yeah that's why you have non-conference play that's why you have so many games in baseball you figure those things out before the the meat of your schedule before conference play arrives and um i do think this freshman class has a lot of talents especially position player wise especially hitting wise you know there, there's there's so many like corner corner outfield corner infield types and especially left-handed hitters like you you really wonder how that's all going to work out you only have so many spots for those guys um so i do like the bats i just wonder how it's going to work out you know you could go really offensive and slide makarevich to shortstop um i don't know how realistic of a plan that is but then that opens the door for dixon williams at third you could play cam burgess over there who's another guy who's hit a couple home runs this preseason you know, they really need a right-handed bat to step up to kind of counter all these lefties they got. And, and Burgess is a young right-handed hitter, so he's a possibility if he can, you know, consistently put up quality at bats. So on the mound, Zach Root's a freshman who has the potential to, to really help. Uh, but I think more position player-wise, you're going to see – and then, you know, shortstop, they're going to have somebody young play there too. So you got a lot of names. It's just I don't know how it's all going to look, but certainly there's – 
there's a lot of options. It seems like for Cliff Godwin, it gets tougher and tougher every year to, to fill out a lineup, which yeah. is a good thing. Uh, we've got more Players Lounge coming up Monday, presented by Delcor. Also, Cliff Godwin will join us Monday on Pirate Radio Live. Monday at noon, Brian Bailey will be talking to Austin Knight. So, a lot of baseball coverage here. Uh, I go with the podcast coming out soon, doing overrunners. <laughs> Not doing overrunners specifically. Um, doing preseason picks, awards, all that sort of stuff, guess the rotation similar theme to maybe what you might be doing but hey it's it'll be game week uh, next week we're all doing the same thing the more content the better uh live stream by the way oh yeah youtube and that was uh, cool facebook so check us out not that we're trying to rip you guys off the first time we did go live we went head to head with y'all uh just because my guests could only do it at a time but usually we're going to try to go live stream at night or early afternoon yeah so that way we're not competing with pirate radio you know what my favorite part of it is seeing what message borders look like yeah that's that's very entertaining <laughs> that's all i'm interested in yep because <laughs> on facebook we get some gay some some great uh facebook comments and we get some some great youtube comments so it's uh and of course we have the hoist the colors members who are joining us but you, you never know what you're guy, chandler you're a big fan of the podcast you might have already seen it this was Igo's guest some old dude who's that seems like a nice guy Nova, yeah. Nova Nova Pirate. Nova. Nova Pirate. I don't know what I assumed a guy named Nova Pirate would look like, but I didn't think that. He looks like a professor. I had he does five, look like a I've doctor. had like five people message me being like, that's not what I thought Nova Pirate looked <laughs> yeah. like. I don't know. Again, well, I don't know what I had in my brain, but not Professor Noah Nova Pirate. But yeah, that was cool. Dr. Nova. Uh, I go, speaking of Hoist the Colors, there is a thread. We talked about this yesterday. Antoine Jackson who was he he is uh he played the hat game and snubbed ecu and chose to go to miami to play uh football well now and oh my god you've brought this up before nil and nli it's, yeah it's so confusing and my my r2 brain can't figure <laughs> it out um but he's trying to get out of his national letter of intent uh to miami to N-I- basically N-L-I. become a free agent again like it's not a transfer yes Yes. yeah so um now the question is and boy i just i love message boards because when he chose miami he's dead to us we didn't need him anyway too much drama now you're now not a true pirate now you're starting to see well he's a kid he made you know he made a mistake he probably we should give him another chance you know he's kids make mistakes he is not a sign of his true character just funny how the story right, changes right. and people are so hypocritical it's hilarious but anyway um what's the story uh on this guy when it comes to east carolina i go the story right now is he's still as far as i've read still you know binded to miami as far as his national letter of intent they've got to let him out uh for him to be actually recruited and signed somewhere else again or they could hold him basically hold his feet to the fire and make him use his one-time transfer and i don't know if he has to officially enroll there before he can do that or how that exactly that works either way it seems likely he's not going to be at miami as a freshman and whether or not he can get out of the uh, national letter of intent or use his one-time transfer i think that he's definitely interested in coming to east carolina but as we saw the last time again his girlfriend just signed here to play basketball so uh you know she'll be coming in next year as a freshman 
he is going to be a freshman next year. So we've heard that from the beginning that plays a role here. He's still got a relationship with the staff. Um, I think it's a situation at this point that bears monitoring. I certainly would not say it's a, <laughs> I, I would not say it's a slam dunk at all. Yeah. Uh, based upon how the last time went. I mean, the last time he was basically telling ECU he was going to sign here, he signed Miami. So I, I think it's a situation for ECU. You keep an open mind, but it's not like, oh, we got to have this guy. What are we going to do if we don't get him? Like, if he shows up, great. If not, you know, you can use the scholarship somewhere else. So I, I don't think it's worth freaking out about either way. It's just kind of a, if he comes, that's good. You know, that's, you get talent. But if not, it's, you know, you didn't have them in the first place anyways. Some icing on the cake. Uh, is there a similar story going on with the kid that went to Indiana? It appears so, yeah. he. Uh, if you look at his Instagram, he's taking all his Indiana stuff down. Um, we got more on that on the, the message board, but seems like, uh, you know, it could be a similar situation there as well. So Good stuff always going on over at Hoist the Colors. A lot of great chatter. You got conference expansion. You've got this story, uh, a lot of baseball talk. So there was a guy who uh, was watching Slater this morning. Um, so I was busy, and, and apparently, there's one of our users wants a baseball only message board, uh, which is a long story. Either way, I checked the message board, and he had bumped like 15 separate threads. So I was confused at what was going on, but there was like just a random glut of baseball threads from a month ago, along with football recruiting. So it was a Interesting times today on the crow's nest. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Igo, uh, let's take another break. As we do, Shirley Rhodes, let's make somebody a winner and open up the booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Shirley, what do you want to give away on this Wednesday? A $10 gift card to Familia. Oh, man. Familia would be good tonight. Check out their pizza of the week. Always a good, affordable option for the fam. Shirley, what caller are we looking for? Seven. All right, caller seven, 317-1250. We're back with more on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, order Jersey Mike Sub on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike Sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's, uh, oh, and congratulations to Chad Moore of Hookerton. Picked up uh, a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food, whether it's new, uh, great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parm, or the delicious homemade desserts. Familia is a winning play every time for dine-in or takeout. Make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, Chad uh, picking up a win. He he did break through in this year's treasure chest. What a story. Last day of the chest he won. But uh, had kind of a New York Mets thing going where he was great in the offseason but could never put it together when it counted. But uh, now he's just adding wins to his total. So congratulations, Chad. Speaking of baseball, Dale Murphy 
coming to the murphy center dinner with dale sunday april 2nd five o'clock to six thirty. for tickets uh or to get a table email ellerby pirate radio 1250.com you can call us here at the station or you can go to pr927fm.com click on the ad at the top of the website for all the information you need to know dale murphy gonna be in town gonna be awesome stuff uh i go if you so pirate radio um who knows it could bring some more people to greenville for a dinner if they could bring uh another baseball player who would you pick who would you want to meet i mean the obvious is king griffey jr but i don't know if that's feasible i mean that's like dale murphy's obviously a big time name but griffey is like superstar status uh i mean i got a feasible uh former mariner richie sexton that's, that's <laughs> saw him play in kinston that would be uh interesting no nah, but i was just wondering if you yeah. would choose griffey over uh edgar who you definitely campaigned the whole yeah. game griffey would be number one probably followed by felix hernandez oh king felix king felix in his prime man he was he was a hall of famer even though he won't be a hall of famer due to his numbers and his steep drop off first 50 people to buy tickets get a crooked hat yeah i would certainly show up in a <laughs> slightly off-centered hat uh yeah that would be cool i that's he's going into the mariners hall of fame felix yeah i think he's already there or i thought i saw like a it was weird because it like went yeah. across the bottom line like recently it's like okay first of all why is that on the bottom line yeah. why do we need to know mariners uh specific news but anyway uh dale murphy coming excited about that specific news uh it's fine if you are like seeking it they own the pacific northwest so it's pretty big territory okay well we live here and i saw it at aj's i'm just saying on espn which is in bristol it's a slow time of year i guess uh i'm about to do a fire tweet here in a minute you want some uh you're gonna fire somebody over twitter no i'm going to send out some flames you on the behind the scenes before I tweet it out? Sure. Um, Is it really behind the scenes if we're live on the air? So, LeBron, how am I going to find this? It's going to be college uh, points scored. Michael Casagane. And how many he has? LeBron James, zero. Retweet, likes, just everybody going crazy. What do you think? Who's Michael Casagane? David Casagane. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to get his name right. I was like, that's not his name, I don't think. See, this is why you need to uh, talk about it before you I should just let you roll with Michael Casagane. <laughs> you would have had like two people just like, like it just because they, they like your tweets, and then it would have been funny to see, like, who is Michael Casagane? Is it Casagane or Casagane? Casagane, I think I said <laughs> we, right. we said it three different ways. Casagane. Casagane. I'm going to go with Kasanganai. Oh, I think it does end in Nye. Kasanganai. Yeah. Great dude. But man. hey, roll with Michael Kasanganai. I'll never get I would never forget his shot at Tulane last year. <sighs> that was one shiny moment. <laughs> he lost by twenty. Yeah. But cash us out, baby. We had like ECU plus twenty four and really? a half. He drilled a three at the end. We were like, No, 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 no. Yeah. And he nailed it. Guess the line for this Saturday. Tulane minus Oh, I wanted to play. Uh, I want to play guest the line for Houston Tulsa tonight too. Mm. But uh, Tulane <laughs> minus thirteen and a half. 
14 and a half. I'm going to go 12. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Houston I'll, minus 27? Yeah, I was, I, my first thought was 24 and a half, and I might be low. What do you think it is, Chandler? For Tulsa, twenty. I'm gonna go twenty. I'm gonna go twenty-six. But a game last night, I go. Uh, That's a wild one. Uh, overtime, Tulane knock it off Cincinnati. Such a shame that Temple and Tulane had such bad non-conferences. It feels like this happens every year. Yeah, uh, and it's not like they played like brutal schedules. No, they just Temple actually beat some decent teams, but lost to bad teams. Yep, and you know, part of that, I think they were without a couple guys at times, but the American just continues to hurt itself in non-conference play this this league talent wise is better than two bids talent wise but for whatever reason it, it just seems like they shortchange themselves with poor non-conferences at at the wrong times and we've talked about it in the oh my goodness gracious 28 I holy win. crap I had 27 and a half what a line they're gonna win by 30 tonight i mean tulsa is is not good man and houston is good while we're talking about a wichita state a two and a half point favorite against ucf they've been a disappointment this year i go and ucf uh, yeah yeah they uh the sug boat looking for <laughs> life support yeah uh, temple minus two on the road at smu boy how far has temple come along they're a road favorite going all the way to dallas philly to dallas hell of a travel. feels like an smuw yeah like college basketball this year uh, Carolina Duke the other night. Um, two cases last night. Virginia State. Also, uh, UConn. I was following some former Pirates. UConn beat Marquette. Pretty much if you're at home, um, you're going to – everybody's like even. Like There's no right. dominant team. So that home court uh, is so important this year. That's why ECU, it would be nice to have another win over Temple or UCF from those early – early conference games i'm looking forward to next wednesday uh we got we're we've got opportunities i go yeah, to pull off the upset what i'm gonna happen so it's cincinnati houston tulane is that it i think i think that's it so we're gonna be big dogs in uh in all those games i think ec is gonna be underdog in every single game from yeah. here on out yeah. maybe at tulsa yeah but i don't know. i don't think no. so i mean i don't i don't I think there's seven games left maybe six um and i i think i think they're gonna be dogs in every single one next wednesday is the 15th we'll be uh halfway home in the month of february is that too early to start looking at tournament yeah, seating yeah. we gotta wait till late feb 22nd yeah all right we'll we'll wait till the 22nd uh but and right now i will say it's not looking good because there's a good chance East Carolina will end up in the 8-9 game. Mm. Which means you're going to be matched up with the Cougars. Yeah. The winner, I should say. And now, would it be, here's the tough question. Would you rather struggle down the stretch and finish 10th or surge down the stretch and finish 8th? I don't, th- I don't see them getting 7th past uh, Wichita. I see what you're saying. So, like, you know, 3 two three more wins down the stretch you're probably going to be locked into eight nine because that would that would leave you ahead of smu and tulsa what if we win one what if we win two more but play well can we still finish 10th i think so because if (laughs) one of those that's what i want to happen if one of those losses is at smu 
Okay, let's beat a good team, lose to a crap team. I'll take that. Yeah. Get us out of that 8-9 game. I, I, I feel a W at home over either Cincinnati or Tulane. Yeah. Houston is just, I mean, they're just a juggernaut. I just don't see that. All right. Um, let's see. Anything else with Iga before we let him go? Uh, do you follow, this is random, Cecil Lammy? Cecil Lammy is, uh, yeah, he's like a Denver sports person. Yep. I think he used to do like a fantasy podcast or something, so I followed him, and now I just see his Broncos tweets. But I did see today, or yesterday, he was like, man, the energy in this building. I I hadn't felt this in a long time. And I'm going to be like, dude, how about last year when you brought in freaking Russell right. Wilson? Uh, don't tell me y'all weren't excited. So, I, I can't even get excited. Yeah. Right I did I, listen to the Sean Payton press conference. And um, he was what was ironic slash sad about it is he's like stressing all these details, like all the small little details have to be right. Our towels in the locker room in New Orleans were too small. I made him change them. And while he's saying this, like the mic he's talking on, the press conference is all jacked up. So it's like <laughs> he's stressing all these details, and yet they can't even get the audio right. So it just wasn't a good look. Um, One headline coming out of that from an interview. I don't think it was a press conference. It was an interview. But they asked yeah. him about the uh, a player having an office or stuff like that yeah. or whatever. And he was like, that's foreign to me. That's not going to happen. I know that got some headlines. Uh, speaking of audio, I don't know if uh, Igo was listening earlier. But if he wasn't, I do want to play that Jeff Charles <laughs> audio for him, man. Okay, fine. I don't think I was listening. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, you've heard it before, but it's worth hearing again. Jeff Charles on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Then they got a chance to stay in the game. And you know what? What a team is down this thing is to stay focused and to stay confident. So that's that helped them in this game. If they're off to a good, there has to be a lot of doubts in the players' minds right now. The first two weeks. So if some positive things happen in the first and also, you know, getting into the second quarter and you're in the game playing a lot better, I think that will help the confidence of these guys. All right, I believe uh, Jeff Charles is using a different phone, which is why you hear um, – it sounds like you keep hitting buttons, Jeff. I know you're not doing it all. That's the funny purpose. <laughs> he start. It's almost like he's talking to me with his phone button. I'm not hitting buttons. Dun, 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 dun. If you're just uh, if you're just tuned in like randomly, you would think Jeff's just like cussing left and right. I know. Yeah, that sounds oh, like uh, hilarious. Hey, Robert Skipper's here. Here he says, "Hey, yay, yo, yay, yo, hey, Shirley Chandler and Clip, H Y D." It's Friday. How you doing? How you, doing? How you doing? No more basketball. Basketball? Ro- Robert, we're going to talk basketball, man. Basketball. I love basketball. I'm a big basketball guy. I wish I wish we were good. I mean, 12 and 12. By the way, that Except was my win total for the year. <laughs> wow. I think you had 14. I did, have, I did yeah. Because we split the difference. Said 13 as a group. 13 looking yeah. pretty good. Oh. 14 possible i know right now i don't know though they could definitely lose out yeah but they could you know they could they win. could also win out 13 i think 13 might be that number you know 19 and 12 you think that gets them in the tournament huh <laughs> oh you're saying if they win yeah, out yeah. <laughs> good question i go i gotta say i haven't even thought about that possibility you'd have a win over houston you'd have two wins over Tulane. 
you'd have a win over Cincinnati. Can you write this article and see what the comments are? Right. But write it as you're being dead serious. It would be it would be satisfying. All right, if they win out from here until the conference championship game but lose in the championship game. What's your question? Are they in the NIT? 19 no. That would put them I think at 22 and 13. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> with wins with two wins over two Houston. Two wins over Houston probably. <laughs> Damn. First of all, where's Houston? Like we are Houston would be knocked down to like a ten seed. <laughs> yeah, we're knocking them way down. Bad losses. ECU t- times two. X two. Um yes, I go. If we finish twenty three and twelve, twenty two and thirteen. Twenty two and thirteen. Um, we'll be in the CBI. I think that was mm. the regular season record when we went to the CIT CIT tournament. The CIT turn, the CIT tournament, tournament tournament tournament. Yeah. Um. Great thought, I go though. I like that. Hey, you never know. Sports are unscripted. You never know. And so NFL scripted. Yeah, NFL is. Other sports are not. Um. Everything outside of uh, college football unscripted. So. (laughs) I go. Thanks for hanging out. What's the pod schedule looking like? The pod schedule. uh, We just had a fresh pod, Chandler. You'd be interested in this. Uh, drop last night it was the coordinator corner with donnie kirkpatrick and blake carroll i didn't call it that i just came up with that on the fly all right um but we have both coordinators on the same podcast back to back we got a couple of whales and uh it was a good time man went about 20 23 minutes with each individual good insight on the 2023 season awesome at least i got looks good that's all that matters that's all that matters i got looks good all right, Steve. I go looks good. That's all matters. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. It's been fun, man. I'll talk to you. Uh, Just a couple minutes left. Time for me to head out. Yeah. Beat the traffic. They're going to head out early. We still got a few You better go left. now. Go. Well, let me crawl out of here so, uh, <laughs> so nobody sees you. Get off camera. Uh, we'll take our final break. Come back. Get ready to wrap it up here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was another rough day for the stock market. The Dow fell uh, 207 points and closed at 33,949. NASDAQ was down 203 points at 11,910. S&P was down 46 at 4,117. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in. Clip. All right. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Good games going on tonight. Creighton at Seton Hall at 630 in Big East action. Uh, Florida will be at number three, Alabama. Big 12 play later on tonight. It'll be Baylor hosting Oklahoma. As uh, we mentioned a moment ago, Houston, huge favorites tonight over Tulsa. ECU women in action, uh, 6 o'clock, if you're listening to our live edition, as they are playing inside of Minji's Coliseum. Go watch the Super Bowl at the Buck. This Sunday, they got the biggest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 15 more big screens. Super Bowl 
going on at the Buck. You can party uh, all day. They'll be having giveaways all day and all night, along with food and the coldest beer in ENC. All right, we will talk to you Thursday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll see you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation. This is Pirate Radio, WGHB Farmville, 1250 at 92.7 FM Greenville, WDLX Washington, 930 at 104.1 FM Washington.